Hello and welcome to the Computer Game Show. My name's David Turner and I'm here with Sean Bell. <laughs> Matt Murray. Hello. And James Farley. Hello. Was that your Donald Duck impression, Sean? It was supposed to be an explosion. All oh, right, it sounded better than Matt's anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I really want isolated audio. Have you still got that on file, Sean? Oh, uh, yeah, I think it will. Yeah, still be in the downloads folder. Donald yeah. Duck all over the place. <laughs> Matt Murray's Donald Duck. It was one of my favourite things from last week. We can show. use it for Twitch alerts. <sighs> that is can. a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But- <laughs> Um, We'd like to start the show by thanking our Patreon producers for this month. They are Aaron Patrick, The QuickBooks Trap, Simon Nelson, Jack Oven, Moomin Biscuit, Trans Rights of Human Rights, Dave Ernsberger, Colin Brown, Gazman, Gabby, uh, Gabsy Wabsy. I can't believe I keep doing (laughs) that. Boxing that for ages. Terrible. (laughs) Rocketman76, Rex Reese, Happy Birthday Sam, (laughs) Love from Neil, aka Bitch and Sink. Grey Dragon Claw and Fred Fenge. They are the full Nels crew. They went full Nels. They're the elite. They love a bit of Major Nelson and they love a bit of TCGS. And we love a bit of them, don't we? We eh? do. We love a bit of them. Just quickly, Neil, if you're listening, this is the last chance we've got to warn you in February that you are still (laughs) giving us money. And if to you say happy birthday to if Sam. you want to, that's brilliant. That's absolutely fine. I just I feel like every month we're like, oh god, is this still is this a mistake? No, every and month I, I love it. <laughs> like I'm like, he's done it again. <laughs> or just um, go onto Patreon and change your name. Or that that's an you option. Could, no, There's, don't do that. There could no, have been I yeah, like but there this. could have been like six or seven other people he could have wished a happy birthday to. Oh, I'm just look, hoping it's going to roll around another year. Like it's fine. <laughs> Stop telling our full nose crew what to do all right they're above us not the other way around uh patreon.com forward slash tcgs if you'd like to support the show and remember if you don't we'll fucking stop and or, or i think i think maybe one day this year we just won't put out a podcast on wednesday yeah as a warning as a warning of what might happen <laughs> if you don't bloody support us is that too aggressive mm, can we, no, can like we do that this week <laughs> yes, we go. No, we we're already sitting down, James. It's, uh, I'm not getting up. No, we're, 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 we're on like three minutes. We'll put this out, and that's it. We're, we're done for the week. That's it. <laughs> right, and I'm, I'm sure there's a few people saying, "Well, where's February's bonus show? We're getting towards the end of February. Well, that's point. It's yeah, coming. It's taken a bit of organising, and uh, yeah, it's uh, it's coming. It's going to be a bit different this month, but I think you're going to enjoy it. That's it for the Patreon stuff. Um, before we get to feedback, Matt. I've got to hear what happened to you. Now, this is a big moment for the TCGS crew. Uh, Matt, was, is this the first time, time you've done a proper speech to like about gaming in this sort of platform? Like, I think it's called a talk, David. <laughs> is it a talk? Lecture. Right, they call it a talk. They I didn't know the, the thing. Yeah. Well, <laughs> is it? So you got invited to, what? where was it? To talk at Yorkshire Games Festival, I must admit, it wasn't me who originally got invited. It was our CEO and founder who was supposed to do the talk. It some it just then clashed with him then going to Dice. So they're like, well, we, we need some to talk. Um, and then Bobby's like, hey, Matt, do you want to do it? And I said, hell yeah, I'll do it. I'll keep saying yes to things until they blow up my face. And this one got very close to it. Well, this is it. So we, I knew you were going to do it, right? And I was on... 
t- you'd said on Twitter or something that it was uh, you were going to be on stage in an hour's time, and I searched the uh, the I don't know Twitter account or whatever, and I was refreshing it to see if anyone was going to take photos because there's occasional photos of speakers up there, and uh, I thought, okay, yeah, let's try and get a photo of Matt doing this. Like you know that we've got that photo of James Farley doing the lecture. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's standing on the chair with his That's arms not out. Me. I thought, that is not I me. thought I would. Sh- I Looks thought like it would be great to have a photo of Matt, like giving one of these speeches, yeah. preferably with his arms out, like in the T pose. Um, <laughs> James has set the trend now. Um, but I, maybe we get you. Oh, James, can you stand on a chair and do that pose at the live show in Sheffield? Uh, I could probably recreate it. Brilliant. Right, we're doing yeah. that. Great. Um, yeah, yeah, you like, need to get ownership from that so that you need to reclaim it so that's you, not. Yeah, I, need you to get, I need to get a pink t shirt. That should be easy, yeah, right, Jeremy? with cosplayers, that guy. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, all I know is that you said in our WhatsApp group it was a disaster. I see you mentioned on Twitter it was a disaster. I'm itching to find out what happened. Okay, so take us through what happened. Yeah, so uh, Yorkshire Games Festival, it, it was um, amazing to be there. It was actually at the uh, National Media Museum in Bradford. And uh, I, I didn't know until I got there that it was actually also being hosted by um, Jordan Erica Webber and Keith Stewart. Oh, so yeah. already I'm like, oh, hang on, this is, there's some actual, there's some big hosts here. Um, I knew- imposter syndrome setting in right off the bat. Just Hold like- on, don't you think that every time you turn up to do this podcast? Shit, Sean not. Bell, James Farley and David Turner are on <laughs> this. Hitters. Fucking hell. I'm like James and Sean on this. Oh, my God. I know, wait, David Chap's there too. And, and I was also Wouldn't thinking... without me. I was also thinking, oh, it will probably just be like a tiny room, I guess. I know it's an immediate museum, but um, I wasn't expecting big things, really. But no, it was in like one of the cinema-sized rooms (laughs) with a massive, massive screen. Do you have a Britney mic? What what sort of mic did you have? No, it it was just like them two mics that come out of the the top of the lectern. Oh, right, okay. James would love that. God, that's James' dream, isn't it? I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, So anyway, I I had to get there a few hours early. I went to the uh, the technical test, like the sound check. Went up to a lectern, plugged my laptop in. I got a MacBook with like you know USB C uh, um, uh, adapters only. Uh, I mean, we don't need to know about adapters. No, no, because I'm feeling it might get blamed. I don't know. Anyway, it all plugged in. It was fine, brilliant. Went went on the uh, went on the huge like cinema like screen. The what did you do? What did you do? When you brilliant. did the sound test, Matt, what did you do? Did you go up there and just start saying the things do that you were going to say, or were you mucking about? Did you have a fun a with conversation it? with the guy in like the uh, in the in the control room? Just you oh, know, yeah. he's like this. It's J levels. That's all good. To, just you you your presentations on the screen. <laughs> brilliant. That's it. What are you, what are you doing after this? <laughs> <laughs> do you want to go? It gets a footnote. No, okay, fine. Uh, one, two, test. <laughs> what time do you? What time do you finish it? Um, what time do you knock off? <laughs> that was fine. I was like, okay, nice one. Um, I then went away, had some lunch. Eight pound ten for sandwich, coke, and crisps. Jesus, the, the details that you're okay. They're like right. London well, James, prices, mate. That's anyway, sure uh, to it, so I'll rein it in. Fine, <laughs> isn't it? I got back in early after. I got back in early after lunch because the person before me was actually um, David Fenn from. Um, oh, shit. Acid Nerve, who did yeah, Death's yeah. Door. Yeah. They were oh doing a, a talk about basically what it means to design Death's Door of like a tiny, did tiny you, team. Did you talk to him? Um, no. Did you get to talk to him? Oh, man. I mean, he, he was sitting a- in front of me like uh, before his talk, and then he was <laughs> in the second row when I was having my talk, but let's not. Yeah, no, I didn't get to talk to him, but um, 
he did his talk it was fantastic and they're like okay we'll have a couple of minute break and then we're gonna get him out on stage i then went on stage to elect and plugged my laptop in and that's when you know everything fell apart basically oh god um I, you know, we're plugging in up. my laptop. I was did previously. <laughs> full screen porn behind you. Is well, that well, I mean, that's, you that's, went to type in an address on the no, web address. Yeah, do and not it open Chrome. It do, I swear was, this, God, um, was it like Theresa May, like with things falling off the background and stuff like <laughs> that? Yeah, do you remember that? I'd forgotten about that. <laughs> it, the fucking no, letters started. Struggle to remember off. Theresa that May. Attracted actually from me, but no, I was there like at the lectern in front of. I mean, it, it wasn't full, but there's a fair number of people there. Mm-hmm. And yeah. um, and basically, we couldn't get the presentation to work. Uh, oh, shit. We, we had, like, okay, one extra tech guy come up, and then two, and then three, and then four. Like, have you, can you restart the Mac? Can you unplug this, disconnect that, change oh, the scaling no, here? on stage I'm on with stage. they're trying to fix it. Yes. On, yeah, I'm, I'm there oh, just, like, standing the there, worst. like, why everyone's staring. And, you know, already, like, five, ten minutes late at that point. Anyway, 15 minutes of technical... Oh, trying fuck. to get things working, resetting. One other person comes up and said, let's just unplug everything, plug it back in. We did that, and then my my presentation is finally on the screen. There's a bit of a ironic, or, you know, sarcastic you know, uh, round of applause, shall we say, at that point. I'm like, <laughs> okay, God, this before is you continue, one. Before you continue, Matt, right, that's the worst, isn't it? Because you want, when you're doing a talk like that, you want people to look at you like an expert and, <laughs> you know, all that <laughs> yeah, sort of yeah, stuff. Yeah. You can't have so them losing faith in you. Yeah, if you were off stage and they were trying to fix it, fine. But if you're standing there, like trying to help them fix it, that gives like that kind of ruins that sort of here I am and to it's, do yeah, my speech and like, thing, the only way it? to sort of preserve that authority is to like not even help, right? It's just be like, well, yeah. I've just I'm an expert. I've turned up to do this fucking talk. Yeah, what do you mean your what stuff you doesn't do? <laughs> But you're not you going to do that. You grab a handheld mic, yeah. sit like sit on the edge of the stage with your <laughs> yeah. legs dangling down, <laughs> and go, "Hey, so, uh, yeah, how are we all doing tonight? Are we all enjoyed it." So I'll, I'll let those yeah. let those guys behind me deal with this shit. Let's just uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That, that's <laughs> well, the this move, is it. And, it, it. and obviously, and if it was like you know, if it was us doing a live show and we're having technical issues, we'd work around it without. We'd, you know, we'd try and have fun with it. But when you're actually supposed to be doing something, you know, important, like. <laughs> You can't yeah, really know, just fu- yeah. you can't just fuck around. Can they you? they don't get to see the panic before we do any talks over. That's that's where it's <laughs> happening. Where Matt and uh, Sean are working their asses off to fix any issues just before we go live, and me and James are just chatting bullshit. And going, Sean, what do you think? And Sean's like, not now, Dave. Not now. I'm really trying to make sure this works. Yeah, but oh, I didn't didn't think of much of the Apprentice this week, guys. <laughs> Go on, sorry, Matt. Yeah. So uh, we eventually get it's eventually working. I then come off the stage for um, uh, for for Jerica and um, sorry, yeah, for for, for er- Erica Jordan Webber. Sorry, but although her Twitter name is Jerica, but so let's say Jerica and Keith Street to do my introduction. Um, so yeah, like I said, this was supposed to be Bobby's talk. So the whole talk was actually from Bobby's perspective. So I'm very much like in at the last minute, but but they had a bit of an intro for me. That was nice. And then I get up on stage, and so my talk was about how to raise investment for your indie studio, what mm-hmm. to do, what not to do, how to talk to investors, etc. And I've already kind of embarrassed myself because I couldn't get a fucking PowerPoint to work, or keynote, <laughs> sorry. Um, I get on stage, and I say, yeah, look, um, straight away, you know, f- f- first, great thing to do when you're about to do a big talk, to have 50 minutes of tech problems. Um, 
that that got some laughs, so already I was feeling Good a little gag. bit more relaxed. Yeah. And then yeah. I said, yeah. okay, I know I've got to talk about um, investment now, but I just want to say, uh, David, and everyone in, uh, everyone in this room, by the way, uh, you have to play Death's Door. It's absolutely incredible. Easily one of my games of the year from last year. Beautiful soundtrack, amazing gameplay, incredible story. Thank you ever so much. I could talk another 20 minutes about this, but... I better talk about some investment stuff. Nice, nice. Yeah, yeah that got some more laughs. That's good. Um, that was good. And and then the presentation started, and I was about thirty seconds into the presentation when oh no, the presentation stopped working. Oh no, it was flicking on. What do you mean stop working? What happened? It was flicking on and off. Basically, like the huge cinema screen would just go black, and it would be on for oh, five seconds and then black. Did, and, Matt, um, did you notice this, or were other people telling you this was happening? Yeah, did you hear the gasp? No, I noticed. I noticed because it was just because it is like it, it was. The whole cinema was going like black and white, black and white, but like the screen course, going yeah, like, you'd see the <laughs> like a strobing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so so um, I mean, all the practice and all the preparation I did, and in the end, it's like you know, I didn't foresee technical issues screwing me up. So Fuck already, I'm like, oh my god, what the hell am I doing? And I'm there just on stage in front of a lectern trying to save the whole thing on my own. Anyway, um. I, I I can't even remember really what I was saying, but I was just saying things to try and get through it. Um, and I, I got some laughs. There's one point where it was working for a bit, and I'm like, nobody in this room move. And it went off. It's like, some of you moved, you bloody moved. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like you absolutely fucking nailed yeah, that. that. Um, but that, that was the only thing I could do. I was just like, at that point, just trying to be kind of sarcastic about it. <laughs> anyway, I, I kind of got in uh, to about nine or ten slides. I was about 10, 15 minutes in where it's going on and off, on and off. And any time there's like a mention about, well, whatever, investment, I was like, you know, I, you know you'll, you'll make sure your investment is as stable as this presentation. No, probably more stable than this presentation. <laughs> um, th- there was another line about, oh, you know, I, I've I've heard that you know working, you know, getting investment in working studios about like getting punched in the face. You, know, you get you get punched nine times, you get up a tenth time. And I said, do you know what fa- world famous boxer said that? Jake Paul. Thank you. Now we'll move on. Um, <laughs> that's a great. That's a yeah, great. So, uh, anyway, <laughs> it was getting worse and worse, and then no, that sounds, that doesn't sound like it's getting worse and worse, mate. The festival director came up on stage, said, Matt, how how about we have the next person on? And and we can fix your your thing. So actually, the next person was um, I can't remember his name, but he's like a narrative Peter designer Molyneux. at Supermassive Games. Oh yeah. Oh right. Um. So talking about all you know the dark pictures anthology and stuff. Anyway, so he came on. I went off. They had to like download my because I was in Keynote on my Mac. They had to download it, put it onto window, put it onto Windows, do or make lots of changes because obviously even if it export from one to the other, it never works properly. Yeah, formatting is weird. I was stressed as hell. All the rest of the staff like, no, don't worry about it. Yeah, you absolutely killed it. You you, you styled it out. It's fine. It's fine. I'm I'm having a mental breakdown here. I'm not. This is horrendous. They were trying to offer me like um, donuts to cheer me up. Like, I can't have a donut now to celebrate when I haven't even. Well, I'd, I'd always be able to have a donut. <laughs> but also, this sounds like I don't know if you've seen the Xbox documentary on YouTube, but no, there's a there's a scene in it where they're just showing off. You know that crazy silver X that they have. Oh yeah, yeah. That was a real working prototype, yeah. right? Uh, but they took three of them, I think, to the to E three to show it off, uh, show it working. And when they got there, none of them worked. <laughs> so there was literally oh soldering going on backstage before <laughs> they went on stage. That's what this sounds like. Yeah. <laughs> like the panic of getting the key, the keynote to work. Yeah, it was. It was. I mean, it, again, like you're nervous anyway doing these kinds of things or presentation or pitch, whatever it is. And for this to happen as well, it's like, 
it's just flight or fight at that point. Anyway, yeah, yeah. We're, we're backstage, and by backstage, I mean in the cafe, sorting out a presentation. I then have to walk, you know, walk back down to the front while this other guy's doing his talk. At this point, also, it's kind of a race against time because I was supposed to leave at four to get LED from school. I mean, at, from kids' club at like half five. I still were playing time, but it's a bit like, well, you know, what, what time is it? You know. Anyway, that guy finished his great talk. He couldn't. He didn't even have the opportunity to do a Q and A like everyone else because they're like, look, Matt's got to get going really, so you, there's no time for you to do a Q and A. So I did. Apo- I did tweet that guy and apologise. I didn't get a response. Um, <laughs> <laughs> spoiler, like, you Absolutely you, mate. <laughs> and then. Um, and then basically, I, I got back on. I got back on with the presentation, and it was a lot, a lot more dry in the second half because it, it just worked really. I'm a try to. I mean, also, I couldn't redo my gags and and whatever. Mm. But but I'll tell you one thing though. Right at the end, two 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 slides from the end, it started flickering again, and I'm like, you have got to be kidding me. <laughs> um, oh no, so, sorry. I did start a second part with the difficult second presentation, um, which um, we got some laughs. Anyway. <laughs> You you sounded really beaten up about it, but it sounds like you absolutely nailed it. It remember, really does. It sounds like you did an amazing job, Matt. Seriously. Yeah. Well, remember so it, it, it was, it remember was... what happened to Jesse Wellens. That's all I'm saying. You didn't oh Jesse God, Wellens yeah. it, did you? No. You, you, and, and, and right at the end, like, the, the festival director, Catherine Penny, I think her name is, she was like, you know, thanks to all our talk, uh, speakers, thanks to all the staff, and most of all, thanks to the king of starting out, Matt Murray, and I got a bit of a cheer. <laughs> That's brilliant. Um, king so so that, out. that was good, but... I was still kind of like shook about it the next day because mm. no, <laughs> I, I know what you mean. Like like when you I mean do those that... things, it's horrible when it's yeah. like that. It's yeah. absolutely horrible, and it will it does stay with you for like a while. But it sounds like you did an amazing job, honestly. Yeah, uh, yeah, it really I... does. Like by, yeah, by it understand, does also sound like every episode of The Apprentice I've ever seen. Whenever that's a... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. I, I, the woman who um who like, got me out and got took me to my car said actually it happened last year with Edith Bowman. She, there was like they're doing like a film festival and she couldn't even get her podcast to play on on stage. So <laughs> me and Edith Bowman there both uh, very mm. similar. Okay. All right. Well, there's that was a great story. Thanks for <laughs> for telling us. Like yeah. I, I honestly, you got nothing to worry about. I, I did like, ask Robbie Lau about next year. They did say yes, but they haven't be responded to emails. No, I got a lovely email actually from Catherine Penny. Yeah. All right, nice swap. Same, well, same well Matt done killed it. you. That was Matt um, with his first video game talk. Is that right? Yeah, talk. Yeah, yeah. Next up, E3. Uh, looking forward say, to yeah, looking forward to your next appearance, Matt. I'll <laughs> do E3 if everything works technically. Okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> let's uh, let's get onto the feedback. Let's get onto the feedback from last week's show, shall we? Yeah. So probably the bit of feedback we had the most correspondence about was Dave's uh, ideas about how we censor bar works. We had loads, but here's Alex M29 UK. <laughs> the We Sensor Bar did literally nothing to do with reading the Wiimote. You could replace it with two candles and it worked exactly the same. We had mm-hmm. a lot of messages. Dave you <laughs> What worked actually the same? Well the, the fact it the didn't bar. need it didn't yeah. you, you could still do like the, the on screen cursor with just two uh, two candles. Yep. But if it did nothing if it literally did nothing what did, was it? Do? No, it said it did oh, nothing to do with reading the window. Don't, don't engage him. You see, don't Dave, engage yeah, because Dave, you were sulking about how many people were messaging us about this. But did it not maybe occur to you that if you just listened to me and James and gone, oh, okay, right, that's interesting, let's move on? <laughs> maybe, well, maybe, where, maybe it wouldn't what, have happened. What, what what, no, because <laughs> here's the thing. I mean, no, go on, read the other thing and then we'll get into it. Go on. 
Oh, there is, I mean, don't think we've noted another thing about this. Have oh, we? right. Okay. We've not noted anyway. Well, I got loads of messages about it. When you said you could play that game without the sensor bar, mm. I did say, oh, right. Okay. Weird. I didn't know that. Right. Secondly, I think I just reworked. Like, my point wasn't that the sensor bar does loads of stuff. And the worst thing I did was call it a receiver. I don't know why I called it that because it's not a receiver, obviously. But my point was that although, yes, it's only two lights, as you'd said. It's still part of the detection of. It's still part of that system and what it did, right? Yeah, but only for pointer stuff. See, because I'd also read in the week. Dave, you're still going. Why are you still going? What's that? What is this? Listen <laughs> to me, Sean. Because listen, what I'm saying is that I'd read that it also let the or the Wii Moat could detect how far away it is from the telly based on those two lights. Uh, yeah, I guess because the they would, yeah, they would be sort of further or closer apart. Yeah, yeah. so it could set, detect the distance between the two lights, and yeah. that's my point. So that's how it could okay. detect how far away it was from the telly, and the switch can't do that. And I was worried that that would affect the bowling <laughs> or, yeah, or anything I mean, just, in, in the sports game. Broad, right? Broadly speaking, yeah, especially in terms of Wii Sports, it doesn't need to know like an absolute distance between the Wiimote and the tally it's just it just registers whether it's being moved forwards or backwards or whatever right yeah so i was saying how does the switch do that and from the stuff that i was reading anyway in the Mm. week after this (laughs) i fully hold my hands up maybe i just worded the whole thing like poorly but i had this in my head and i was trying to explain and then i think i just got muddled up or whatever right so i'm I'm not like like i fully understand it what i don't get is the amount of people saying it's just two lights dave and i'm like yeah james said that like that's not that wasn't what I was arguing. I wasn't arguing that it was more than two lights. I was trying to explain that it was part of the whole system and how movement was, uh, you know, detected. Look, I'm struggling again. I can't believe you're <laughs> doubling down on this. I know, I'm yeah, not doubling right. down on it. You're not listening to what I'm saying, Matt. I'm not doubling down on it. I'm just trying to explain okay. what I was saying. What it was was the way that it sounded like you were saying this was that it was like connect. And that it was like detecting no, no, where it was no, and all no, that kind no, of yeah. space. Right, I yeah. can I can hit. I, like, right, I understand why you thought that, but that's not what I was saying. I was saying it was part of what how it detects movement. Right. Yeah, that's that's right. How how the the Wii determines movement of the Wii Mote. The sensor bar is part of that. Not for the yeah, not the only relationship. No, no, most of the time it isn't. No, no, it's only for the point. It's mo- okay. It's for the pointer <sighs> on the screen, yeah. like so that you can. It knows the distance between the Wiimote and the screen, so then it can correctly position the pointer on the screen. It's right, not detecting but- where the Wiimote is in space and time, like at that so time. So it's not in time. So it's not <laughs> detecting right. It's well, it's detecting nothing. So let's just try and change language language with that. But it's not part of the system that tells the the Wii. How close the Wiimote is to the telly? It I mean, is, you, yes, you could for, use it for that, but yeah, in terms of games, I don't think that was ever a thing. No. Okay, I didn't know it wasn't part of games. I, no. I, I thought that games use that information of how close that Wiimote is to the telly. I mean, some may That's have, what, but I don't. 
can't remember. That, that's what blew me away. So I thought uh, Wii Sports did exactly that. Right. I thought Wii Sports was detecting how close that Wiimote was to the telly. That's where the confusion was. <laughs> that I, I, I totally fumbled my words, but that's where <laughs> I was getting from. But but then also the phrase of saying it's just used as a pointer, that is not true because I found that. I know what you did, James. You Googled that during that conversation. I found that article and it says in big, bold letters, it's used as a pointer and that's what you read out. But when you go into the article, it also men- mentions about distance between the telly and the and the Wiimote. Yeah, so, so, so it can detect where the pointers the, should be displayed should on the screen. Have read, yeah, but oh, okay. All right. Let, can we move okay. on? Yes, please. Yes, we can move on. <laughs> okay. Matt King. All right, lads. Hope you're doing well. Just wanted to check something from the pod this week. I might have misheard, but I'm pretty sure James said in the news that someone called Bowser had been sentenced for hacking the Nintendo Switch, and no one blinked an eye. So, I mean, I think because we, we never discussed this, it did we? Um, no, we, but we talked about it before, like this. Yeah, we've mentioned it before. Yeah, I think that's what it and is. And it was just, it wasn't a surprise to us. Yeah, anymore. it wasn't it was a surprise. Kind of and a- also, some outlets, I'm not having a go at anyone, but some outlets had like made a joke of it. And I was just like, uh, yeah, but a man's actually going to prison for something that I'm not yeah. entirely sure should be considered illegal. So I can't really laugh about it. Um, it's also, I think the best way to describe our reaction to that name is that when someone says, you're playing badminton and someone says, can you pass the shuttlecock? You don't go, shuttlecock? <laughs> what? Is that what it's called? Yeah, yeah. Because you've heard shuttlecock yeah. a lot. So we're, we're when you all, heard this guy's name quite a bit. We're all, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're all jaded to it now. It's not funny anymore. Okay, Tom Turbin. As if prompted by your request for Dream Correspondence last episode, I had my very own nocturnal TCGS adventure this week. In the dream, Matt, while recording the podcast no less, ill-advisedly climbed into a small toilet room attached to the back of a plane. <laughs> the plane promptly took off and the room tailed, uh, trailed behind like a tin can on a spring. <laughs> Matt assured the gang and the listeners that everything was going to be fine. But then an announcement came over the toilet's PA system. Human life form detected, it said. You really shouldn't be in here right now. The voice confirmed the dangers of being trapped in a tiny bathroom suspended from an airborne 747, advising him that while survival, survival was possible, he'd better get religious just in case. <laughs> At this point, the recording dropped and the sound of the relentless wind battering Matt's prison was replaced with a kind of solemn church-type music. (laughs) In a sombre voice, David informed the listeners that the episode had to be cut short this week and there was some terrible news he needed to share with us. I woke up and never found out what the news was, but something tells me Matt didn't make it. Appreciate you. Dreams are are insane, aren't they? They're absolutely insane. I mean, we can all relate to dreams like this, where it's just like, really, sometimes you look back on them and just go, that's a bit weird. (laughs) Why is that? But at the time, nothing was out of place. It was just like, nope, of course, this is happening. Pretty normal. (laughs) Get religious. (laughs) Get religious. I wonder if that dream happened. I I could check the dates. I wonder if that dream happened after all the big jet TV stuff. Oh, it's yeah. got, got <laughs> yeah, that's flames on the brain. Do you know, this is really weird. Like, So I've been, I'm working on myself at the moment. I'm changing a few things in my life. And one of them is to completely block off my phone while I'm at work. Uh-huh. Just completely, not even going anywhere near it. Mm-hmm. That was the wrong thing to do on Friday. God, Lunchtime yeah. rolled around. I went oh, on Twitter. Yeah. It was like, what the fuck is Big Jet TV? And why is <laughs> everyone talking about it? <laughs> 
it was yeah, it was crazy. I missed everything oh, basically, man. and by the time I watched it, you know, the winds had calmed down a bit. And it was just planes landing. Mm. It was a bit boring, but, <laughs> but yeah, bit of a bit of a uh, bit of a nuts thing that was. Okay, <laughs> Garrison Savannah. Just wanted to give a shout out for the amazing YouTube thumbnails for the Nuzlocke streams. Matt is killing it with them. The most recent one is especially good. I have to ask: Does Matt think that the very important Pokemon that died was Zumat, his namesake? No, I hadn't Matt. watched it when all the ones died, and I just said, "Sean, Sean, some had died, right?" And he <laughs> yes, said, "Yes." There was a, a number, number of losses the other week. Um, Zumat was uh, made made a very noble sacrifice. I basically had to chuck him out. So that I could heal the only Pokemon that could actually win the fight for me. <laughs> so and Zumat just got annihilated in. Oh no, no, he took two hits. That was yeah, that was the the amazing thing because we thought he was only going to take one hit. Um, but then he then he yeah he survived the first hit and it was like oh my god, Zumat's a fucking hero, but he still has to die. Sorry. Um, <laughs> you so- saw, was there part of you thinking that maybe Zumat is like Almat, where you know <laughs> Zumat might accidentally kill someone with his first punch he's ever thrown in his life. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, real risk. While we're talking about Pokemon, right? Mm -hmm. uh, Charlie started to show an interest. Oh yeah, and um, I put the cartoon on for him. And you know, there's like this anti-Pokemon group that are like is promoting abuse on animals and all this sort of stuff, right? I watched like a couple of episodes of the old cartoon, and there's literally a scene in it where Team Rocket are kicking the shit out of the cat. Really, like yeah. genuinely, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, I kind of see it. Have you actually wait you get to the episode like this? where there's that guy who basically like tortures his Pokemon and his his Sandshrew wears like a little sort of bondage thing? Jesus Christ, okay, it's fucking uh, weird. Maybe I'm gonna stop but, putting but, that on for Charlie in the morning. <laughs> but the, the point of the episode is that that's just their relationship and you shouldn't judge them. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, <laughs> wish I was making this up. Um. But yeah, um, I mean, there's fucking loads of Pokemon cartoons. You could probably put him on one of the more recent ones, which are less likely to feature bondage games. Well, I tried him. There's a, like a 3D film uh, on uh, oh, Netflix. There? Yeah, about Mewtwo. Oh, yeah, so yeah. About Mewtwo oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mewtwo Strikes Back. Or yeah, he was petrified of the opening to that. Yeah, Mewtwo's pretty fucking scary for kids. Don't really know what they were thinking, to be honest. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, okay. I mean, what age rating is Detective Pikachu? It's an 18. Yeah. Um, it's a really my, my, grim mostly shit. Mostly because of Mr. Mime. <laughs> it's <laughs> fucking terrifying. It's silky skin. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Christian Baker. Just wanted to say how much I've enjoyed James's Dark Souls 2 streams. I'd also like to add that James got significantly better at dodging in the last third of the game. I remember tons of instances where James would never roll into enemies, always backwards, and it drove me mad. Watching the last <laughs> few streams, it's clear he's made the adjustment. James also seems adamant he's not doing the DLC. Maybe give it a few months. It's some of the best stuff in the game. Cheers, James. And that's from Christian Baker. Thank you. That's really nice because I did. I mean, I want to talk about it later, but I, I, in general, I really enjoyed my time with that game. I ain't doing the DLC though. That's not. <laughs> Where are you going to go from here? I was going to say. I mean, obviously, um, you're entitled to a week or two off at least. But are you? Have you, have you thought about? <laughs> Sean has sanctioned that. No, I just, no, cause, no. All it is that because I thought the exact same thing. Like, oh, brilliant! I wonder what he's going to do next. And it's like, no, hang on. If it was me, I would definitely. <laughs> Yeah, Tell exactly. You to fuck yeah. off if you were. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are you thinking? Are you considering Dark Souls Three? Well, yeah. I mean, eventually, I'm going to do that. I'm not doing it's it immediately. Really good, though. James. Well, done. I've, I've a heard good one. I've heard that it's excellent. Like, and so I mean, it's funny because actually, when I finished Dark Souls Two, I felt 
quite sad in a way that it was over because mm-hmm. I really did enjoy it. I thought it was brilliant. I really did. But uh, I'm I'm going to go back for three at some point. But I'm I'm going to stream this week. Um, but okay. it's going to be something completely different, oh, which cool. is well, not not completely different because it's it's. <laughs> I'm going back to the Dark Pictures anthology. Oh no. <laughs> I'm going to play the most recent one of those. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. What, is that the one with the two radio hosts? No, 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 no. Oh, no, I'm never going back to that ever again. <laughs> what no, was the Dark Pictures anthology then? That's the one that was, um, you know, there was like Man of Medan, and yeah, then there was yeah. also the other one. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. No, it's do the one, one of them. from, yeah, Until Dawn or whatever, but yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna uh, play another one of those this, this week. Cool. That's, that's my plan. Cool. Looking forward to that. Before I play something I enjoy again. Uh, so I'm going to play that first. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Next. Okay. Next message is from 100 dozen fractured soup bowls. Now, before I read this, this is the person who, after his last, uh, their last bit of correspondence, what proceeded from that was that we did the milk race. So I'm just yeah. scared. Oh, okay. This is going to be. Anyway, when we were 20, my friends and I had a similar realization to Matt that none of us had been in a proper fight. So we cleared all the furniture out of my mate's front room. <laughs> Got some pairs of boxing gloves and made a four-fight lineup. Getting hit properly in the head was somewhat jarring, but what really did it for me was that I was so unfit that waving my arms about rendered me completely breathless after a minute. Fortunately, the other guy was equally unfit, so while the second round was just us slowly circling and panting, in the third round, he socked me hard in the face again, and I thought, fuck this, then conceded. That was the last time I was in a fight. Anyway, I'm just saying, it's a really easy... It's really easy to organise mutual beatings, and the live show in Sheffield is a golden opportunity. <laughs> Alternatively, instead of a fight um, night, do the yo-yo challenge... Oh, no, did the yo-yo challenge for 2020 ever, ever come to pass? It Maybe didn't. stick that in the live show instead. It didn't. We are, we're, we're working on the live show stuff. Uh, we got some ideas. I am slightly concerned, because Ian was saying the other night that um, Laser Quest is actually absolutely shattering. Oh, yeah, yeah. So... I've got a feeling we're going to be in trouble when we get on stage. Just sweating. I was going to say, well, I'm like, going to go back to the hotel for a Yes, yeah, so I was about to say, yeah, I mean, the, I'm definitely the audience going back for a shower. That room is going to stink. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going back for a shower, 100%. But, um, yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm worried about what sort of physical shape I'm in now. Sure, <laughs> it's time I might for a training montage, isn't it, I think? Also, I'm also slightly worried because we've got a gun fanatic amongst That's us. That's true. So James Farley is going to be, is he going to turn up like, you know, in Spaced, where, uh, <laughs> where <laughs> Mike yeah. turns up for, the, for paintball? In Fortnite like, Regalia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm just picturing James. Yeah, yeah, how cool is that? <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, right. I'm just picturing James <laughs> just sulking this. Oh, it's not like the real thing, though, is it? You're not really, shoot- <laughs> you're not really shooting people. What's the point? <laughs> just no, right. is there recoil yeah. that's what I want to know <laughs> are we are we done with feedback and now we've got more Gary Doot the cutest fruit it says here and oh, I feel a bit feel a bit sick um, hello lads just wanted to chime in on Sifu oh sorry master I enjoyed it a lot but I didn't think it quite hit the mark and I think it all right about its flaws. As you know, when you die and you age, your health goes down, but your damage goes up. The idea being that you've aged, so you're more vulnerable, but your knowledge of Kung Fu is better, so you can land deadlier blows. It doesn't work. Uh, because although your character has more knowledge in terms of the story, you as a player do not. More damage is no use if you can't land hits, and less health means you just die faster to the thing you're struggling with. So the game's central gimmick doesn't really work. 
It's a shame because that central combat system leads to amazing looking encounters that I've not seen in any other game, but I feel like they got that right then struggle with the feedback and communication side of things. Hopefully the easy mode allows players to experiment and learn the systems more freely without being too punished. Right, that's me. Keep up the good work from Dudes. All right. Yeah, I, I, I'm looking forward to that easy easy mode coming, so I, I, I will go back to it then. But Have I confirmed they're actually doing it yet? Yeah, yeah so sort of it's definitely happening. It's just there's no date happen- yet on when it's happening. Right, okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm waiting for that as well. <laughs> okay, we're going to okay. end with Sam Salmon. Love the show, but sorry, chaps. I don't get the disdain for uh, Klonoa on last week's show. At 56 minutes, 38 seconds, Lord Farley could barely bring himself to pronounce the title, <laughs> audibly losing all interest before getting to the end of the word. I suspect you'll find the shorts with a belt look distasteful, but please pay respect to the best platforming icon with long, in- best platforming icon with long ears. Peace from Sam Salmon. I've never even heard of it before. Like, it's it's one of those games. It's one of those games nah. that people say it's surprisingly good. You know, it's like yeah, you know, for, for some reason. It. Yeah, for some reason, Clono has never had the you know the impact of like other three D or two D or three D platformers. But I mean, I I played a bit of one on. I think it was on the Game Boy Advance, and yeah, and it was like, oh, this is really good. This is all right. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I don't know. I can't remember which one this is that's being ported to the Switch. But yeah, people are really excited about it. Wasn't okay, good for them. Wasn't Clara, Clara the game that drew one of those summer games done quick thing where there was like a big thing? You did it again. You barely got to the end of the title before you gave up then. I know, I know. It's fucking whatever he's called. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, James, go on. What was he what? James? Wasn't Klonoa the yeah. game that was being played during one of those really awkward summer games done quick like events, <laughs> possibly. I can't remember. Oh, was that the one where where he goes? No, it wasn't that. No, I'm thinking of the one where where he says, "I would really prefer you to be quiet." It <laughs> I was, think that it is that. I'm pretty it's certain it's not. That. It's not. It's definitely not. Was it not? It's, is it? <laughs> I don't know. It's got the wit. No, because it's a caveman game. I think. No, no. Something I like think that. it was Kanoa. Go, go back and watch. I'm pretty certain. It was okay. Awesome. All right. Yeah. Yeah, that's it Let's... for feedback. If you want to leave us feedback, go to tcgs.co/slash dear tcgs. Let's get to the news. James Farley. Okay, uh, Nintendo upsetting everyone again. Um, because no <laughs> <laughs> They had one good week. They had one good week. <laughs> so basically, they're, they're going to be stopping people being able to buy stuff from the Wii U and 3DS eShops um, next year. That's, that's going to end. I mean, the Wii U, like, I, mean, I, don't, I don't ever think this is a good thing, but the Wii U, obviously, I sort of get it. Um, but the 3DS... Surely there's still quite a few of them knocking around. Definitely. Yeah, I thought the 3DS was still going yeah. about, wasn't it? And there's an awful lot of games on there as well. Yeah. And the biggest problem with this is that you're... I mean, you, you can re-download previous purchases for the foreseeable future, mm. but then obviously that doesn't mean anything because yeah. they'll shut that down probably eventually as yeah. well. And so you can't use credit cards with the store. But then the biggest problem is that there's quite a lot of games, particularly on the 3DS, that you can't get in any other way. Like there's yeah. there's loads of games which obviously there was a physical release and a download one, but on the 3DS there's like 450. No, this is the, okay. The Wii U has got 450 digital only eShop games, and that's excluding like uh, virtual console stuff as well. Mm-hmm. So there's a fair amount of stuff there. But for the 3DS, it's there's even more. There's like it's over six hundred like games it, that are that are completely download only mm. that are just going to disappear and are just going to be basically and gone. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm not being funny, but guess what, Nintendo? This is why people hack your fucking consoles. 
Mm. Because if if you're rendering things literally completely unavailable, otherwise, I, what you know, like the and even go on, sorry. even like the virtual console stuff, like 350 of the games that are available on these, like the Wii U and 3DS, aren't available on the on the Switch stuff. Mm. Like that's that's quite a lot of games you know, yeah, that yeah. you that are just no longer available. I mean, even stuff like the Phoenix Wright games that came out. There are only they were only released digitally, like in the West, so they'll be gone as well. Mm. I mean, you can play those that's, on iOS, but you know that's the maddest thing, isn't it? Is that like you could say, well, they might want to resell those on other systems, but, but they're when not. <laughs> are they going to release a system that has a three D screen inbuilt <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and and two screens in it? Yeah, they're never exactly. going to do it again, are they? So, and, like, and this and is the yeah, yeah cause this is the 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 double edged sword of Nintendo doing like unusual and interesting hardware, isn't it? Like, it's no problem for an Xbox to play the last three generations of Xbox games. But yeah. a, a Switch can't do 3DS games. It can't really do... Well, it could probably do DS games. It'd look weird. Um, but do you know what I mean? They're, no they're so sense bar either, different. is it? No sense bar, exactly. Can't play any nope. any Wiimote stuff. Uh, any games on it. <laughs> but yeah, like it's the, the differences are, are too fundamental, which is why it's crucial that you continue to support the hardware, even if it's, you know, in a really limited way. Like, I'm not saying... You know, I'm not saying there needs to be new 3DS games, but surely leave the lights on in the shop for fuck's sake. But. So I'm confused about this. All the headlines say you can't buy it from next year, can't buy it from next year, but actually it says you can't actually buy it from this year. So from May 23rd, 2022, you can't use credit cards. And from no. late August, you can't use eShop cards. So after those dates, up to 2023, how can you buy games anyway? Yeah. You can't unless you've got. Uh, uh, no already. need to call you that. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah so it's, it's, so it's actually it's actually there. this year and actually from May. So it's no time at all, really. So I guess the so get your vouchers because obviously get your vouchers in. Well, yeah. I mean, so I guess the that their main concern obviously they've got to leave the servers on. That's a thing, and they've got to remain. You know, they've got to remain secure, and also I guess it's the handling yeah. of payments must be a a real sticking point as well for them. I think even leaving it there, that's the the biggest problem is with the servers, like leaving those on because it is the it's the constant security updates and all that yeah. kind of thing that they'll they'll need to be doing. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, also this is Nintendo. I can't imagine that they probably invested a huge amount of money in like high quality no. you know, sort of stuff in the first place. <laughs> yeah. Can I um, make a request of our listeners? If you've got access to one of these shops before it goes down, could you go onto it and find like some interesting? prices and and like email in like i'd love to know how much like the most expensive game on there is <laughs> or like how much nintendo are charging for like mario games on that i was gonna say I'm, I'm guessing all the I mean, first, no, still full the, price yeah all the first part yeah, of nintendo stuff will still be like 50 quid or something that's <laughs> what i'm fascinated about like just could you check that for us and, and send an email in with some interesting finds because i think that'd be like <laughs> is there a sale section and if so what the fuck is on sale on those systems <laughs> at the moment i'd love to know that. there's no way they've got anything on sale because they know the hardcore will be trying to scoop how much, up as much, it, as how much is it down to them for third party games though I assume well, third I parties can so, yeah. set their own. I don't know exactly. Mm-hmm. So what? What if like a bunch of third parties just said, "Okay, well the, the store's kind of closing down, so the last week before it closed down, everything's free." Yeah, that would be that would get you. Oh, if you if you work for a company and you got games on there, that'd get you a bit of publicity. It would like a week or so before the the shop shuts. Give away everything for free. I'd probably, I if they did, if like a if like a number of publishers did that, I'd probably buy another 3ds. 
just God, just yeah. to hoard a load of stuff and then be like just to hoard is. a load of stuff yeah. on there and keep it. I mean I've got a 3DS oh, but I'll let Isaac have a go on it and the screen's fucked so <laughs> I was going to ask do any of you still have your Wii U's or 3DS's and you actually still, go jump on and buy Wii U. some stuff yeah. that you can't I've still got neither. both yeah but I'm, I mean the Wii U's in a drawer mm-hmm. and uh, Astro plays with, big draw. Astro plays with the 3DS still though he still plays yeah. on that sometimes how much is a 3DS if I wanted to buy one today definitely go for a new one if you can as in new 3ds not yeah because the batteries I'm just looking on amazon though wrecked on them uh yeah no they, they seem pretty unavailable on on that particular store okay next okay so the next story is that nintendo obviously okay so we had the switch sports like event um over this weekend and they forbid people from talking about it. Like you weren't allowed, It's like so. The sign-up page on the playtest <laughs> stated this. They said by downloading and participating in the Nintendo Switch Sports Online playtest, you agree not to publicly share any details from this online playtest, including on your social media channels. Wow. And so, <laughs> the playtest featured it was like tennis, bowling, and chimbara, and it was it was live over the weekend for like forty-five minutes. Like Are you allowed to say that? Sections. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, 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 that's Are we allowed to website? say that we played it, though? I think you're allowed to say if you played it, but... Oh, I, I've played it. Yeah. You all played it? Yeah, yeah. I've played it and I have no views Whoa, on it. Whoa, we're dicing with yeah. legal issues here, boys. That's a bit much, isn't it? I mean, you can kind of get, like... You could kind of guess, right? Like you, like, you can kind of understand it as a developer or someone working on... A, a game and you're putting this out because you need to test the servers and stuff but at the same time you want to make it clear that it's not representative of the final product mm. it's still being worked on so you don't want people passing judgement well, well you say that it's only out in like a month and a bit's time an alpha from like six or a year away this, and we're, no, I, get, you know, I get that I get that but, but my point is this right even though you might have those feelings you've got to understand the price that you pay for putting out and asking people to take part in this survey is that people are going to talk about mm-hmm. it. Do you know what I mean? Like, and trying to stifle that just seems it, it's like, free marketing. Stupid. Free marketing a month or so before the game's out. Like, why wouldn't you have everyone talking about the game? Yeah, it's I mean, weird. It, it, it they really very weren't much. sure, and if they really weren't <laughs> sure, then they should push, <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. push the game back. Yeah, like it sounds like one or the other. It comes across as if they think it sucks. But basically, it does. Which... It absolutely does. Yeah. Don't say that. Oh, I thought. Oh, sorry. I Are thought you, you saying com- the game sucks? I was going to say. I thought you were saying the game sucks. Ooh. No, I said it sounds Call like the police. Oh. It's uh, no. Excuse it's me. Got a leak, officer. Excuse me, officer. Through the window. I said it's. It sounds like that's what they're saying by putting that message out yeah, there, Sean. Get okay. the slammer. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's classic Nintendo. <laughs> I mean, I. I don't yeah, get just it. once, just, once just again, just completely oblivious to how the world works. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. They never leave their offices, so they've got no idea. <laughs> uh, okay, fine. Okay, uh, next story is that Ubisoft are saying they can still go it alone. Um, so a while ago, Vivendi tried to buy Ubisoft, and they always were like, "We want to remain independent." But then Ubisoft just had like one of their quarterly earnings call, and it was brought up like this whole issue of consolidation like in the video games industry. 
And they talked about how, you know, they emphasize how like Ubisoft assets have never been so strong and, you know, they were like, you know, highly valued and all that kind of thing. But then Eve Gimeau said, we've always taken our decision in the interest of our stakeholders, which are our players, employees and shareholders. So Ubisoft can remain independent. We have the talent, the industrial and financial scale and a large portfolio of powerful IP. Having said that, if there were an offer to buy us, the board of directors would, of course, review it in the interest of all our shareholders. And uh, yeah, that 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 was that. So it kind of looks like they're like, please, please, can you can you buy us? Because oh, we want out. <laughs> we get one of those sweet Activision Blizzard deals, please. Yeah, I think that's uh, what they're after. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I don't know if I want anyone to buy them. I'm not a massive fan of Ubisoft games currently. No. And um, they had a bit of a resurgence, obviously, when you know, Rainbow Six come out and they bought out a couple of games around that period that were pretty good. But as a whole. I haven't enjoyed their output for a number of years well, now. Well, this is it. Like, you know, when all the, um, obviously all the abuse stuff came out, like, like I'm not going, oh, I'm, I'm fucking boycotting Ubisoft games because I wasn't buying any anyway. Like, I'm still, I'm yeah. still not buying them. I probably would have picked up the Scott Pilgrim re-release. Um, but uh, yeah, other than that, it's not like, do you know what I mean? I can't claim it's, it's some great sacrifice I'm making because I don't really, don't know. I, I still reckon this is going to end up with Microsoft buying them. I think it's really think? likely. Yeah, do you think? I think it's going to happen. It'll be. It'll See, be I'd for... be more. I would be more excited. Maybe I'm an idiot. I probably am an idiot in the wider scale of things. But I'd be more excited if Microsoft bought Sega. Yeah, but that's not going to happen. <laughs> I know it's not going to happen. But like, just them having access to those, like the games that Sega have in their back catalogue, is just. Yeah, but like, they'll have yeah. access to the Rabbids, Dave. If they, if they <laughs> Assassin's Creed. Um, you, know. you need Sega Rally when you got the rabbits. The rabbits. Yeah. Are we being too harsh? I like that. I actually quite like that launch rabbits game for the 3DS. Did any of you play I it? I didn't. Some no. rabbits in time or something. I, uh, that wasn't a bad platformer. Man, uh, Mario and rabbits is really good. Yeah, oh, I it never was a good game. It. It's like you it could you it. could say, "Oh, it's XCOM for children." I would say it's XCOM with a lot of needless shit stripped out. <laughs> um, yeah. I'll never forget James playing that on a trip home from Matt's place once and getting so frustrated <laughs> with it in the car as we were driving back. <laughs> like you would sit there just go, "Fuck this! <laughs> fuck, fuck that shit!" That's true. I did get it's a just, bit of rage from that game. Yeah, you you were like, "Yep, yep." Oh, this is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Flying down the uh, of course. M4 at 70 plus. At 70 uh, tops. 70 tops, yeah. If if Microsoft were to buy Ubisoft, they would have the really vibrant, incredible IP such as Skull and Bones. Oh, my God. Um, Beyond Good and Evil 2 and Tom Clancy's X Defiant. Uh, free... Huge licenses. I rolled a champions <laughs> no, you, as well. We take, the, we take the piss though, but someone owning Assassin's Creed would be quite big. Yeah. yeah, you know. Far also, Cry, they they make dance. a big deal as well out of out just of Beyond dance. Good and Evil too. Like they'll say mm. we're bringing you know that that's our you know our olive it's actually branch. happening. We had a look in the How many times have we heard we're bringing it back? <laughs> yeah. I was going to say yeah. They'd be like, look, we had a look around the Ubisoft offices. No one's fucking working on it. But we've we've. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would be the interesting thing, wouldn't it? Yeah. With these announcements, they have a uh, sort of like a what they call it? Don't get, don't get, don't get Dom style <laughs> what? <laughs> thing where they turn up with cameras okay. into the office and start like, oh, we own you now. What are you doing? Yeah. We were sh- shoving the camera in yeah, their just face. Be and we all get to watch shit, it on mate. Twitch. Look, 
yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> out, you're fired, you're fired, you're fired. No, that's actually a real horrible thing that happens. So uh, I'm not going to make light of that. But it's, uh, yeah, I would like to watch that. Uh, should we move on? Yeah. Um, so Cyberpunk 2077 uh, had the next gen update, which went live. So certainly did. Yeah. I mean, Sean, you watched the whole video for this, didn't you? Like, I, I whole... watched most of it. Yeah. It was a very strange broadcast because, uh, like, I mean, overall, right? It was it was good, and the I think the patch is. I mean, we'll get on to that, obviously. Um, but like, I was watching it, and you know, like I've you know I said only a few weeks ago that I was still quite sort of you know that there was murmurings that the the next gen patch was was going to be due soon, and I was like, look, I've played it the other night, and there's still problems, there's still bugs and stuff. What was really interesting with this presentation stream, whatever, um, is that they went straight into like. Here are like gameplay things we have tweaked, which well no they went straight in with like a ten minute fucking demo didn't they because that's when I tuned so yeah out. so they were, yeah but they were, and they were demonstrating like look the pedestrian behaviour is like better now the the fact and, and you know it was all stuff that like wasn't exciting and it's stuff that you know everyone in the chat was like oh GTA did this in twenty twelve um which is valid but also we all took the piss out of cyberpunk for not doing these things so yeah you know yeah. what yeah, do you true. want like <laughs> um so yeah I, I was intrigued because it looked like it wasn't just bug fixes right it was actual like quality of life improvements and, and little tweaks like you know the the skill system was never great and they've like completely overhauled that and, and stuff so i was like yeah do you know what none of this is like exciting like headline stuff but th- this will add up to make like a difference you know real difference to how this game plays but it was like <laughs> you know they're going oh yeah you know like hey we're gonna get in a vehicle we're gonna show you we've fixed the the viewing angle um you know when you're driving in first person and like, and one of the devs is there going like, yeah, because you know, I used to get in a car and I couldn't fucking see shit. And it was, just, <laughs> it was like, okay, wait, he was just like, he was ripping your, into the your game. game, mate. Yeah, um, <laughs> <laughs> this game used to be wank. And I'm all like, you know, I love I'm that, all though. that's what a great idea <laughs> that is, is to like have a, a troll live on stage with yeah, him. Yeah, <laughs> it's like on the one hand, it's sort of like, man, you're just shitting on your own game, but also, I guess at least he was being honest, I suppose. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, mean, I, think, I guess they've got to accept it. They've got yeah. to kind of lean into it. That's what I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's I, it's wait, a way hold on, Sean. Sean, yeah. you work for CD Projekt Red, right? You're in a boardroom. Well, congrats, Sean. Sean. You told me. Um, <laughs> you work for CD, CD Projekt Red. You're in a ballroom. They're talking about how to present this video, and then someone turns around and goes, "Why don't we have a one of our devs slating <laughs> the old version while we're showing the new version yeah. off? Who's going to say?" No, that's a bad idea. I'd like I'd be like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That sounds fucking yeah. hilarious. Get it done. <laughs> Get it done. I'd be all over yeah. that. That'd be great. So, but it was weird, wasn't it? Because they didn't actually. They, so they were talking about the one point five patch, but they didn't officially say anything about the next gen upgrades until basically the very end. Um, yeah. And then it was sort of mixed new. Well, I mean, I think most of us saw this coming, but basically. So even your PS5 and your Xbox Series X are only getting or only got uh, like ray tracing for what they call local shadows. Um, that's right. And that's only in like 30 FPS mode. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong. Game looks fucking incredible without ray tracing. But the main nice thing about having ray tracing on is the reflections in the puddles and, you know, glass and stuff. So Especially in that sort yeah, of environment. Exactly. Where yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so, yeah. you know, local shadows, yeah, whatever. Personally, I would go for the 60 frames. Um, the series S. There is. A, have you seen the backlash to ray tracing on uh, no 
on various different platforms. A lot of people just saying, see, you don't need ray tracing. It's not that great. And I want to go, no, like, you don't have to have it. It is fucking amazing, though. <laughs> but I would rather a game run smoothly than and, I was gonna, yeah, and I, not have I think, it. Yeah, I think there's, there is an argument that in some cases it makes more sense for a game to be built around not having it. But yeah, but then, yeah, or, yeah. But then there if, are examples of it. It means that the it. game's going to run better. Yeah. Then, then yeah, write it off. That's fine. Yeah. But let's not try and pretend that ray tracing isn't, ray tracing isn't fucking <laughs> incredible. Yeah. Sit down and play the map. I, I did it again this week. I just put the Spider-Man remaster mm. on with the ray tracing 60 frames. Mm. And it's all right. It's not high fidelity ray tracing mm. that you would get if you knocked it down to 30 frames. But my word, it still makes an incredible difference. Mm. It looks stunning on the PS5, mm. that game. Um Shit. Ah, oh, Sean, you got have you tried it yet? Yeah, yeah. Uh well well I've like, what did, I've finished it. <laughs> what in on the PS5? Oh sorry, I thought you were talking about Cyberpunk. Sorry, no. No, no, no. I'm, t- I'm talking about have you tried the ray tracing stuff in Spider Man Remaster no. on the PS5? No, I have not. It's honestly, it makes such a huge difference that yeah, let's not kid ourselves and say ray tracing isn't a good thing because it really fucking is. It looks that, incredible. That's why, what's it called? Ratchet had the best option, didn't it? Because it was like performance mode yeah, same plus ratchet. ray tracing. Although, was... although, although I think it works better in... Um, I think it showed off what ray tracing did better in Spider-Man mm-hmm. because you are like swinging past those... Yeah, giant mirror like, buildings, basically. Like, yeah. yeah, giant mirror buildings and it mm-hmm. just looks absolutely unbelievable. Obviously, but, um, um, when these consoles were announced, it's all like, yeah, you know, 120 frames or 60 frames <laughs> and ray tracing. Clearly, it's it, it's very clear now they can't do that, all bells and whistles. Yeah, do you of think course, of course. in a few years that would ever be possible or are we now just have to wait will, for yeah. the next generation? No, no, no. It'll be it'll be next gen. But like, I mean, the, the, when they make all the promises again, doesn't quite do it. I mean, <laughs> like the 120 frame stuff. I mean, I've, I've got a TV that does, does 120 frames. I've tried it a bunch of times on games, and it just means the resolution is so low. It looks shocking. I mean, yeah. um, I tried it on Dirt Five, and it was it did feel weird, and you know, it felt so fast because 120 frames. But it just graphically it's just like the downgrade is absolutely not worth it there's another mm. game i played only recently i can't remember what it was where 120 Rocket frames League. amazing i'll give it a go but it looks just muddy as yeah, hell um, it's like this is absolutely not worth it i know it. this isn't really what you want but get hollow knight on man because that was 120 frames that looks stunning oh yeah okay mm. I, I yeah. Know that's on the list anyway but yeah but, but yeah um, it, yeah it's... i mean matt you've got to remember that the <laughs> PS4 Pro was announced as being the 4K machine, and it never did native <laughs> 4K. So it's, it's we're kind of used to. So we're, we're going to be waiting for our third generation. Well, I guess the PS4 Pro will like out of generation, kind of a generation. We're going to we're waiting for like 2.5 generations until we maybe actually properly get what they suggest. Which we'll is, get there. We'll get there. Well, It'll but, be actually, fine. But, but maybe we never will because they'll always be pushing it. They'll always be pushing more things. So actually, maybe we'll never get to the you know the hollowed 4K 60. Oh, this does not sound like Matt Murray. It doesn't. I'm just being realistic. <laughs> Downtrodden Matt Murray. I will say um, on this, well, yeah, so I, I played it and I, I tried on both. And uh, yeah, I mean, I I went on for the, the 60 frames mode because yeah. it was just way, 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 way smoother. Yeah. I mean, okay, it's worth we'll, noting... get, we'll get to the cyberpunk chat and our reactions to it yeah. when we get to what you've been playing, right? Because um, so, I think we've all been trying that. Yeah, I was just going to say um, uh, also, yeah, worth noting the Series S only has a 30 frames mode um, obviously no, although obviously apparently no they're looking into that yeah well yeah because it's 30 frames at 1440p and it's like well I'd, I'd happily drop to 
1080 if that helps i mean maybe it doesn't yeah that's kind of why people chose the chose the s yeah. right that they I can, I can only mainly because they haven't got 4k tv yeah, i can only assume that even at 1080 it wasn't like a consistent enough 60 frames for them to like offer it as yeah. a mode but um yeah and i mean you know there okay. was there was other like there's other new stuff um you can get other apartments and the, <laughs> it's really weird though they, they really liberally use the term dlc Right, because they'd like they're doing this demo, and like they approach like the gun shop, and this guy starts getting all animated, going, "Oh yeah, yeah, this is where we added some of the the new DLC." And I'm like, "Oh, what? What the fuck? Would you, what? What sort of DLC? Two new guns." Yep. Um, <laughs> I'm like, that- okay, I wouldn't really, wouldn't really call that DLC, but all right. No, that's that's original Xbox era of well, DLC, yeah, isn't yeah. it? Um, <laughs> so yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll get on to discussing this properly, but overall, this was surprisingly positive. I thought. Okay, all right. Uh, is that it for the news? Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, cool. We've all we've all had an exciting week mm. this mm. week. Uh, we've all uh, pops along to Centre Parks. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, did you have a good time? Mostly, yeah, mostly. I mostly had a good time. What do you mean mostly? <laughs> what's it? What's the matter? What what what's wrong with Centre Parks, James? I don't know. I mean, there were certain uh, certain facilities I I thought were not as fun as others. I think. Was God, what was your favourite facility? Um, I don't know. I mean, my fate. I mean, I I enjoy tennis. Obviously, uh-huh. I mean, I think tennis at Centre Parks is tennis is, is still... always good, doesn't it? I, yeah. I think that's a safe bet. You can always when you start, you get that you get that racket in your hand, mate. You're always gonna have a good time. Mm-hmm. It was good. I I I, I couldn't quite get the serve uh, right, but it was it's it still really really fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What like the serve? You changed the way you serves since you'd last played, or what? Well, no. I mean, I in the past when I played tennis at Centre Parks years ago. I could get like you know the power serves really really good you know aces galore but I just couldn't really quite nail that this time but it's always good tennis. Mm-hmm. Isn't it, it? Did it switch up the technique? Like, were you doing? Did you were you trying something different or was it the same action? It felt like it's largely the same, well? but um, for whatever reason, I couldn't quite I, make the connection. I felt that when I was trying to add spin to my ball, I couldn't I couldn't quite pull it off like I used to. It wasn't quite the same. <laughs> Quite evident for you. Yeah. See, because I didn't, we didn't have time to do tennis. Like um, Harry played a bit of tennis and he enjoyed it. Mm. Like you could see, he was having a, a fucking whale of a time. Um, but then we had to move on. But I did, I did try bowling, mm. and I was a massive fan of bowling last time I was at Centre Parks. And, oh yeah, um, I mean, bowling at Centre Parks is basically an all timer. It, it is. It's it's yeah, so it's bloody good. The best place to bowl. Yeah. Um, but when uh, this was my main concern because it'd been a long time. And, you know, I tried bowling elsewhere before and it was nowhere near as good. Mm-hmm. So when I got here, I was like, please just be as good as it was back then. Like, I really want to enjoy this. I did not enjoy it. Did you not? I, really? I didn't enjoy it. It was okay. Right. They did this this thing where we were playing with a load of other people in the, in the bowling alley. And I thought that was great. I thought that was a great idea. It was a really fun thing to do. Um, and I really got into it trying to, you know, out bowl everyone else in the bowling alley. Like we were all competing against each other, but it just didn't feel right to me. Mm. And I don't know if that's just me, like misremembering how much I enjoyed bowling back in the day or the, maybe there was some sort of adaption to the bowling technique involved because of everyone competing against each other. Mm. And actually, if I went back there on my own, I'd actually nail it and quite enjoy it. I, I think, I think was- it just changes when you're playing 
uh, bowling against those other people. We just uh, you obviously could be faster. It's not going to feel like the I don't know. La- it wasn't nice that relaxed experience. It wasn't uh, played at Centre Park years ago. Yeah, it was like felt like you were uh, racing against though, someone Matt. else, it was... didn't it? It was quite a you know, there's like that timer constantly. You had to like you know, like what 15 seconds to to bowl each time. Yeah, and that 15 was, seconds. Yeah, that was weird. The, but that the, that was the problem though when. Like, when I was trying to spin to the left, there were times where it would just go to the right. And that never used to happen. Mm. You always felt like you had proper control over it last time. See, I Whereas this time... Your, I reckon that's all in your wrist, Dave. I think it's all in your wrist. <laughs> so what... Right. Maybe I'm just holding the ball incorrectly before yeah, I bowl. Maybe. I, think it might be like, I don't know if it is, James, because I've been to Santa Park recently and, you know, use the same techniques, smashing spins, getting strikes galore... You know, uh, well, went in the last few days with you lot, and it just the, the same moves I was making just you know a few weeks ago at a previous centre park. So it just wasn't working. So I clearly things have changed. I think it's just because you're playing it in this huge like centre parks group. I think that's probably one of the reasons. That's... What makes you think that though? Why would they change the way you bowl just for that? Well, no, because in the past, like there were different options in the way that you would want to bowl there. Like there were there were other options as well. Mm. Yeah, but you didn't. You never had to. Ad- Changed. You never had to change your style. Mm-hmm. It, the the style that you turned up with is was perfect, and you never had to change anything. Yeah, but that that style was not always very popular with a lot of people. Actually, I don't agree with that at all. I've never heard of anyone going to St. Parks and changing the settings at all. No way. Absolutely no way. <laughs> That's fucking nonsense, James. You're you're talking bollocks there. I I just think that you're overegging the issues here. I, I, I mean, think I, 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 am. I thought. The- Bowling was fine for what it's worth. I was I was okay. curving shots and stuff and felt really good. Yeah. And I came second. That felt nice. Yeah, I came so I came third. I came okay. third in oh, my, right. in my I, I got nowhere near that. <laughs> Where did um, you come, James? I got to the semi-finals once, and I was gutted because I thought you know get a cake or something at the end, but yeah, didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> get a cake. Did I'll anyone? A little cake uh, for did you. anyone else have a go on the Chambara? Yes, I, I did. did. Yeah, that felt really responsive. Yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was good. So Chamba was new to Santa Barbara. It is. It? Yeah, yeah. It's just <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. yeah. It's. Um, I was really surprised. There's like different. Like so, there's the the normal like sword. It's not really a sword, obviously. You don't want to go to Santa Parks and start fucking stabbing people. Or maybe you do. I don't know. I'm not judging. Um, <laughs> yeah. But then there's like there was like a charge one, which is like relies on you. Like you have to block a number of hits and it like charges up but then there's like a like a dual swords as well i didn't get a chance to try it out though oh is it yeah. I, n- I never changed swords i just don't want a standard one yeah um but i mean i i thought this was really good fun i, I won a few bouts of it i when uh, I, I played against one guy who was just kind of flailing his sword around all over the shop and it actually sort of worked like he was actually quite able to reliably block my hits but i did win in the end um so yeah no i, I thought this is this is good fun See, I, I had a Neville Southall moment with this because I got quite into this yeah. and I was like, you know, hacking away and I won. <laughs> and then Chen was like, well done, you know, she's six or whatever. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> like Michael Owen volleying balls yeah. from three yards out at a 14 year old. So we're like, what, 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 um, were there any other activities? Because that they're the only ones we tried. I think that was all it was really limited, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. There was like yeah. a really limited set of like activities yeah. available yeah, that I've, weekend. I've ended up refurbishment, but I, I believe yeah. I believe when that, all that's done, there's going to be loads. But I, mm. I was happy. I was happy with what we tried out. Yeah, the uh, the Shambara, I had a few games, won some. It was fine. I don't think I'll need to go back. Mm. 
I think it'd be interesting but, um, to see yeah. how that develops as like more people have a go and if there's actually like a like a competitive scene yeah, around some it. sort of yeah um, yeah 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 I mean and just yeah like uh, I think my I, like I can't judge center parks on this one trip mm-hmm. because like the, the 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 thing is is that I don't like playing active like, I'm not there to play activities with random people yeah. like I, I want to be playing it with my family and that's yeah, it yeah. Exactly, so yeah. I, I you know I, I'm still I'm pretty sure I'm going to center parks later this mm-hmm. year but, but the I, thing is I, about that that I'll I'll be I find weird because obviously it's all been refurbished and I'm sure there's a sign that said actually when everything's working you can't even play with more than like one family member which like oh. what why can't I have four why can't I be four of us playing together what's that about mm. yeah but in reality you're not going to be wanting to play like you know with another group of people at center parks are you like you're going to be just wanting yeah when to you're play playing with, with your family guess, you're just going to want to be playing with your family aren't you yeah i guess yeah, yeah. or you just taking turns or whatever. Anyway, center parks is good it was did anyone else think the the new sports I'm complex was really gorgeous like just looked amazing oh my god yeah yeah it looked lovely i love what they've done with the yeah, place yeah, yeah. yeah really nice uh i was a little bit disappointed but i'm reserving judgment until yeah, I, I get a full proper experience architect. Uh, right, okay, let's move on because there's been two other big releases this year. I, I, I mean, we've already mentioned this, this year, week. this week. This week. Um, uh, we've already mentioned year. Cyberpunk, right. so let's talk about the Cyberpunk update before we get onto Horizon. Mm. Um, uh, because, so I, this come out of the worst possible time for me. <laughs> like, I, it, it killed me when they announced I mean, this worst possible time update. for everyone. Yeah. I don't know yeah. why they did it at this time. Triple this A made this. no sense. Because yeah. fiscal year. That can yeah. be, that's the only reason why they would just... What does that mean, Matt? Well, they, they want to get sales in before March 31st, but yeah. they're dropping obviously right, in the, the busiest time But they're not going to release it until it's done, right? What do you mean? I, well... Release what? I mean, yes, it's done, and it's in a good state, and we'll talk about that in a minute, but also... Surely they're, the they're risk dropping is in if this... they're going, oh, we've got to release it before the end of the fiscal year oh, or whatever, okay. you know, they, they want to make sure it's done. So I... I I'm not 100% convi- convinced well, no, on I'm, I'm saying it's thing. done, but even if it's done, they thought, okay, I, I mean, they're dropping it in the busiest February slash March of all time. It's, yeah, it's. I mean, my worry was that we were only a few days away from uh, Horizon 2 and, like, having, I don't know, man, it, I, I, I was freaking out about it because I've wanted to play this game for ages. I know, I'm annoyed um, about this, honestly. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, downloaded it, booted it up, deleted my old save, started again. Indeed. Fucking oh, right. You were what? <laughs> <laughs> Let's get this out of the way. You know, there's there's still problems with it. Yeah. And I've seen a lot of websites focusing on the issues with it. My view is this: if you remember, just before Cyberpunk come out, uh, James, I said this to you a lot. If it's on a level with a Fallout game. I'll be perfectly happy. Yeah. I can put up with bugs here and there, so long as it plays all right and it's interesting and grabs me. When the game came out, it was a total fucking mess, right? Unplayable for me. There was, It would pause for ages. It looked like shit. Um, it, you didn't get that feeling of a real city because of problems with pedestrians and traffic, and the frame rate was just jarring me so much, like more than any other game that I played. It was broken. Right, so it wasn't up to that fallout standards of it's a bit buggy, but it's good enough to push you through. This feels like it's got to that fallout standard now 
where I've seen one or two bugs, nothing major. In fact, actually, it's probably more stable than when I went when I first played Fallout Three or Four. Um, but I instantly loved the world and the fact that it felt playable was incredible. And I've, we've mentioned it on the show before, and I mentioned it to you, Sean, a lot. There's clearly a scene where you walk out of your apartment onto the streets for the first time where it feels like it's kind of done with a bit of a tutorial now and you're supposed to go wow well it's yeah because it's again it's like it's mimicking that that bethesda thing isn't it like every every bethesda rpg has a bit where you're you're enclosed for quite a while and then you step out into the world yeah it's that yeah it's Mm. that and this time it nailed it and i went wow this is what it was supposed to look like (laughs) this is how it was supposed to feel it fucking nailed it. And I was like, and don't get me wrong, there was one bit where, who's your mate that sits next to you? Is it Jackie, Jack? Yeah. Jackie, yeah. yeah. Jackie, sitting next to you at that bar, and there was like a, a random sunlight just flicking off of his forehead, <laughs> like constantly, which was a bit annoying. So as I said, still slight bugs, but I was like, I had that moment. And from that moment, I was like, I need to fucking hammer this. That whole, like, that that walk down, that first walk down from your apartment to outside of the the mega block that you live in, that's still, like, for all the problems it had at launch, I mean, I was playing on PC, which mitigated some of it, but, like, that's still, like, a big memory for me because it it brought... So I didn't have that. Okay, go on. Because I was corpo, so it's different, isn't it? Uh, oh right! So what oh, you, still have, you still have the apartment, though, right? Eventually. Uh, no, no, no. You start off in offices. Yeah, but then after that. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Still, so, like, so, but my start again. The bit I was like, "Whoa!" Was yeah, you in like the, the you know, corporate offices, and then you basically get you're in like a, a yeah, yeah. You know, you still, a flying car. You still end up at the same same apartment. Like no, no matter what you you play. The, to be honest, the life path stuff doesn't make a huge amount of difference. But um, yeah, you, you you always end up at the same apartment, and then yeah, and it's like. And then, yeah, just like I say, doing that because you walk out of your apartment and then you're in this, you know, sort of Judge Dredd style, like this huge, like you're on the inside of this block sort of looking at this sort of empty interior. And there's like, you can see all these other like shops and other apartments and stuff like all dotted around and like this, this, you know, this fucking tannoy shouting stuff. And and it just feels so alive. Like that bit is incredible. Yeah, it does. Um, yeah, it feels like a street, but in a building. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And, um, and sort of making your way down, as I say, you're sort of going through, and like people know you obviously because you live there, and people are talking to you and stuff. And it's like that. That bit is the most. And obviously, it's you know, this is a, a sort of slightly backhanded compliment because it's the start of the game, basically. But like, that was the bit where I was like, oh my god, this is like I don't care if the game is not actually good after this. Like this, <laughs> this completely sold me on like. Just that one section of it, I was just like, "Fuck, this is it! I can just walk around this city forever. This is going to be amazing." But yeah, but at, at three frames yeah. a second, <laughs> I, like no, no, but, but um, I, I don't think I actually have been to the, the apartment yet. I mean, okay. Corpo, you start in the office, yeah. you, you you fly through the city. That looks amazing. You go straight to the bar. After the bar, there's like a massive montage bit. Then there's a VR training mission. Then you're straight into a mission. So I've actually got to that apartment. Okay. Yeah. yeah, no, that's later on. That's after yeah. that mission. You're but, literally but I, I will right say you know, the, that bit where I, I go, I went into into the ride down to the bar. That was like me looking out the window was exactly as as V was in in the vehicle. Mm-hmm. I was just like, look at all this outside. It looked it looked amazing. <laughs> yeah. So that's so that's it though, Matt. Like so, leading it's the same for Street Kid. When you're in the car and you're looking out the window and stuff, mm-hmm. you're going. 
oh, I can see it, but like I want to go into it. Like I, yeah. it's like you're watching it on a TV screen. You're sort of looking out the window and s- sort of seeing a restricted view yeah, of yeah. the city, and then suddenly there's a bit where you walk out of your apartment and you're in that city. Yeah, so and that's feel, what I haven't got like, to that bit yet. So I'm looking forward yeah, to that. It's moment. like when you go to New York or something. You land at JFK. You get into a cab. And then you're driving across the bridge and you're looking out and going, whoa, what the fuck? <laughs> then you go to a hotel, you put your bags in, then you walk out and you're like, whoa, mm. like the atmosphere, you feel the atmosphere of the place instantly. Oh, and yeah. it's like, it's exactly like that. And that's that moment when you walk out. Like it's, yeah, it's I'm, I'm unbelievable. Because I, I, I thought it was, oh, everyone's talking about a big moment, like it was when I was in the vehicle. But if I'm still waiting nah. in that moment, I'm like even more excited. Yeah, when, when you're on that's foot is when it really. I mean, you know, and, and obviously yeah, foot, that's you have changes. to sort of be careful because if you if you explore too much, you realise that the world is a bit empty. Um, but there's definitely like an, an amount of time where the illusion sort of maintains itself, and it's it's stunning. Um, I, I uh, uh, also the bit in the bar, you yeah. know, where you go to the strip bar mm-hmm. at the start, and it just looks so different because. <laughs> I swear when I played it the first time, there was none of the smoke effects uh, working yeah, yeah. with the lighting. Yeah. So it was just looked like this. It looked like a GTA 3 mm. bar. You know <laughs> what I mean? It was, it looked terrible. But this time it looked like, yeah, smoke was going off and the light was hitting it perfectly. Mm. And it felt like it was actually a really busy place and had something to say. And don't get me wrong. You know, not everything looks great. I still think the, the, the character models for the, the pedestrians and the, mm. you know, the people around you that mostly look sh- yeah, shit. Yeah. Like the, the difference right? like between mostly- like story characters and random NPCs is, is massive. Like, obviously don't look that bad but it does have that feeling of um do you remember state of emergency i, I, oh, yeah. <laughs> I, ref- I refer to this game a lot because it was a big part of my childhood but state of emergency they had a very strange style of npc that were kind of like people sort of semi leaning back like mm. that's the way like when they walk it looks like their spine was either too straight or <laughs> bent slightly back. And that's how a lot of these people walk in this game. Yeah. And you guy is a bit off-putting. Their skin looks like plasticine, yeah. uh, that sort of stuff. So, you know, it's not the best-looking game I've ever played, far from it. But there's something about that city that makes me go, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm in. The yeah, only I problem thought, I that, that I have got... was incredibly atmospheric. Yeah. I thought. What? I thought the club scene was really, really atmospheric. What club scene? Well, the beat that literally spoke about a second ago. I think. Well, you did a different life path, so I think you. Yeah, I think you'll have seen a different one, Matt. I'm not sure. You might have been into a different. You've what? You've sat down with the lady. No, 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 no. no, This is different. Yeah, this is different. Um, There's a bit where you go to a strip bar and you meet someone in there, and then you sit and have a meeting in a little side room. yeah, you. It's like yeah, in the club I've been in. You, you sit down with Jackie, and then th- things kick off. But I, I even thought that was just really atmospheric. Uh, I've, I've, you know, the, I mean, you, there was that like genuine kind of eye contact between you and Jackie. Again, I didn't play it originally. This is the first time I've ever seen this game because mm-hmm. after all the um, after all the mess, I just thought, what's the point? I'll wait till next gen. So for me going in, I was like, oh, it's actually really impressive. You know, the atmosphere, kind of the you can almost like feel and smell the city. It felt. Yeah, I, I thought I was really impressed with the opening yeah, bit. Yeah, it's not a... The only thing, the only thing that I'm not getting, on, Sean, yeah. that I'd love to mm. know if it comes in later, I really get V's motivation. Mm. Like, I know I'm really early on in the game, but there's part of me is like, why is he actually... It kind of... What? It, it why is he doing starts this? out as like... I mean, it's, yeah, so I was... I picked the Street Kids 
um, beginning as well. And it's, yeah, it's very much like he just wants to be a Night City legend and make a lot of money and not have to do crimes anymore. Um, so it's sort of standard GTA stuff, really. Um, but then it, yeah. it changes significantly as, as time Good. goes on. Or, or does it? Yeah, I've got a feeling something's about to happen. Something big's about to happen. Yeah. So I got the robot and I'm in a suit. Does that make sense to you? God, you're in a suit? I'm in a oh, suit. Yes, I've yes. Got... Sorry, yeah, so yeah, you're about to do the heist, yeah. Yeah. yeah, so that's the. I'm assuming that's the big yes. plot point change, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? It certainly feels like yeah. that. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, I'm at the start, but then, okay, I'll get to that. Anything, anything else anyone wants to say about Cyberpunk? Uh, I mean, so yeah, so as mentioned, I've finished it. Um, but after this patch went up, oh, I on. spent like so. I mean, I was already, um, sort of, I don't know, two thirds, three quarters through the the campaign. Um, and yeah, over the course of like two, three days, I just smashed through the rest of it and had a really good time. Um, de- definitely still seeing stupid bugs. I saw grass growing through floors inside buildings. Um, I saw that's like pure Fallout. Yeah, that's what yeah. I'm talking about. Um, like, it's like you'd see that in Fallout all the yeah. time. Shit, like that. Um, you know, people just floating in the air for no reason. Um, but you know, like, but none of it stopped me enjoying myself. None of it was like annoying from a gameplay perspective. It was just the occasional thing. You'd be like, oh fuck's sake, still haven't. <laughs> Still haven't sorted that, but whatever. Um, I still don't really like... I don't, the story does interesting things with the genre, which when I, when I first started playing it, it didn't seem like it was really making use of, of the setting, but it, it does. Um, I think the all... like So obviously I got the... I definitely got the ending I would have chosen, like, you know, knowing what all of them are, but I don't really like any of the endings... <laughs> Um, right. Okay. Just, I don't know. See what you think when you get there, and and you will because you'll have and you'll have a great time getting there. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Um, but yeah, no. I, all the the tweaks and everything. Like as I say, there there are lots of things that individually are not exciting, um, but they all add up to just a much smoother experience all around. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you what. It certainly showed me how the game press works at the moment. Cool. <laughs> because. The articles I've seen about it have all been pretty fair and said about what we've been yeah. saying, but the fucking headlines have been. Oh yeah. <laughs> I yeah, mean, yeah. I know clickbait's one thing or the other, but <laughs> like, the, especially Eurogamer, some of the headlines they've used for the like when you read the articles, you go, "It's not what they're saying at all." Why? <laughs> Why have they done that? Oh, because they want people to click on it. I think that's yeah. I mean, that's been you know, the playbook for a, a long time now, hasn't it? Of but it's, it but it's, it's a it shame has, when it's so obvious, it's so isn't it? obvious. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, like was it? It's a hot mess. <laughs> you click on it. Ah, uh, you know, it's got some bugs, but it's all right. <laughs> I mean, and you know, we should mention. So this is what is it like? Every platform, there's like a five-hour trial now, um, and yes. the game's like twenty, twenty-five quid. I mean, yeah, absolutely, it's worth that if you haven't already got it. Yeah, but maybe not if you're playing on a Xbox One or a yeah, PS4, right? Is that? Um, you want at least, at the very least, to see. I mean, they didn't S. even mention, and even then, they, the 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 previous gen consoles at this point. I think it's they yeah. did not, and you know, even if you've got a Series S, be be aware that you will be playing this in in thirty, yeah. which I am finding increasingly more difficult to. Yeah, handle I mean, I had a quick life. go on the Series S, and obviously, being used to the PC version at sixty, it was fucking hard. 
um, to, to, <laughs> to put up with. But then I know people playing the Series S version and just obviously they don't know any different, so they're just dealing with it. I mean, obviously it is, like, you know, there is shooting in it. There's there's melee combat and stuff, so it's not... But then it's not like, you know, it's not Call of Duty. It's not a, a proper sort of sensitive, twitchy shooter. Um, so I can see why people would be okay with it being 30. But yeah, personally for me, it was a struggle and a bit headache-inducing. Cool. All right. Well, uh, the reason why I was so frustrated is because Horizon 2 Forbidden West come out on Friday. Although I had uh, I had a bit of a situation where I was expecting the game to turn up Friday morning. I ordered a physical copy mm. um, and it didn't, obviously, <laughs> because of the... the it's, look, I wasn't mad about it. I could have played Cyber, I played Cyberpunk that night. And also, I feel kind of bad for people going, where's my game? Oh, no. I'm looking out the window and thinking that a postman's going to be like on his yeah, bike. So the, you know so what I mean? The just said it. that people might die. So can we just... Yeah, exactly. Know. Yeah, probably <laughs> best that they don't go yeah. out in it. I mean, if I was a postman, I'd be going, nope, <laughs> no, thank you. Not going to do that. The amount of times you'd be pulling letters out of your... your uh, your bag and they just blow off <laughs> it's like oh brilliant nice one great um uh yeah so i was a bit bummed out but the thing that bummed me out the most that absolutely blew me away before we get into this fuck me the the way sony handled this game in terms of selling it is a fucking oh, mess the, right yeah. i can't be the only one that was angry about yeah, this it. was bizarre so i bought a disc copy i bought the ps5 disc copy Matt, you bought a PS5 disc copy. I did, yeah. And James? I bought the PS5 download copy. Ooh. Right. So we all got screwed out of 10 quid. <laughs> yeah, we did. Yeah, basically. Like, So if you don't know, and obviously we've spoken about it on this show when the news was announced, but that was a long time ago and I'd completely forgotten. The upgrade from the PS4 version of uh, uh, Horizon was... Um, was free, right, to, if, to the PS5 version, which meant that if you bought the PS4 version, disc or digital, it worked on your PS5 as the PS5 version, right? So Sony then removed the PS4 version from the PlayStation 5 store. I think they've reinstated that now, right, after people yeah, complained. No, no, so the PS4 version was never on the PS5 store, but they have now reinstated it. They've reinstated it because literally... You, if they were both on the store, all you'd have to do is pick the PS4 version to get the PS5 version, but it was £10 cheaper. Same with the disc copy. The disc copy was £10 cheaper. If I'd have known it, I'd have just bought the PS4 one. Because I looked up on CEX today, right, just to see how much they're offering, like cash and... It's the same, <laughs> no matter what disc you got. So literally, if even if you're thinking about selling it or trading it in, it's you've you've lost that ten pound. It's gone. You might and as well have got the PS4 copy. Brilliant. You know what's mad about all this, right? Have you seen the sales figures for this? Because yeah. it's done very well, obviously. And on PS5. the PS5 one's done the best, and it's like oh, that means just... they just made loads of cash, basically. Yeah, sixty eight percent of of users bought a PS5 version. Yeah. Oh fuck. Well, what hell. I do think is interesting about the sales is that it's um it's actually well, I mean. I think this is because it's physical versus digital, but it actually wasn't quite as big um, physically as Miles Morales. All right. Mm-hmm. Now, I thought more PS5s in the world, I, and you know, another year on for Miles Morales, I thought this would be way bigger, but I guess maybe more people gone digital. Yeah, because we, we don't this. know the numbers for digital. No, no yet, not, yeah. not until the end of this week. So yeah. I just thought it was weird. I thought physically this would still 
way out so and anything else is the but, you know, honestly that, tell i knew the upgrade thing worked for digital because i you know two weeks ago so you can the only way to get the ps4 version was actually to go through the web store of the right. playstation store i knew you can get it on the console so people are like yeah just go to the you know search you know search for the playstation store on your, on your desktop or laptop or phone buy it there and then you get a free upgrade i knew that worked, but i didn't twig i didn't think oh the disc version as well i just didn't I just didn't think so. I just naturally bought the ten pound more expensive PS5 disc version. Like, how illegal is this? I mean, I think there are cases against yeah. it. I mean, it's also this is the last free upgrade. Like, this was Sony only promised free upgrades for um, the launch window games. This was supposed to be out much sooner because of the right. months. Uh, many many months delay. They included this in the free upgrade. So this is the last one. So GT7. And whatever else comes out from here on out, no free upgrades. Um, it's so yeah. stupid, isn't it? Like, why don't it's they just, just? It's not stupid. If, if these, it's fucking shitty. Yeah, it's I mean, if, if these games are like you know on, out on both platforms, you just charge the same in it, and then that's well, that's, you certainly do in this case, right? So, I uh, for GT for Gran Turismo, they've said there's no free upgrade. The the different versions, you pay an extra for the PS5 version, right? Okay, I I don't agree with it. But I understand it here, where they've said it's whatever version you buy, you'll get it for whatever system, right? That fucking sucks that they still sold the disc copies at a ten pound difference. Mm. I mean, they're doing the that because they're selling did. all first party titles for seventy quid. Yeah. yeah, I know, Matt, but this one's got a free upgrade to the thing. That's what I'm saying. So, but like, no someone pointed that, out on Twitter, which is why so, everyone bought it. Like, yeah, on so that's why they pointed out on Twitter that. When you looked at the store, there was two versions of the same game next to each other, £10 difference, but no matter which one you bought, it was exactly the same version of the game. But that's bullshit. Like, that is fucking harsh, man. I I do not like that. Yeah, they're laughing all the way to the bank. I mean, yeah, it's ridiculous. Piss take. Anyway, the game, I've barely played it because it turned up late and uh, I I had a really busy weekend. It was Harry's birthday party and that. So uh, I I literally can't judge it other than a couple of first impressions. How far into it are you, James? See, I'm I'm in a kind of a similar way. I've definitely played it more than you have, but not very. I only spent probably about an hour and a half or so playing it so far. And I think, I mean, one of the main reasons for that is because I've been playing another game. Um, which I regret playing, <laughs> um, but I've, I've spent a lot of time on that this week. And <laughs> instead, I don't know what oh, I don't know why. I, I I just didn't spend so much time with this. And although, I mean, I do. Th- also, this is the other thing, right? Is I was I was looking forward to this to a degree. You sound then- like you weren't. You sound <laughs> like you were angry about this. No, I was in I your was, life. I was looking forward to this to a degree because I did enjoy the first game. But I enjoyed the first game in a sense of like. I got it really cheap, or it maybe even free, and I I thought it was great. Like because maybe because it was partly because it was free, but it, I never felt that it was like a top tier game for me. Like it was never going to be something I was like really really looking forward to. You know, like to, to like playing. So I was kind of like, yeah, I'm looking forward to this. There hasn't been anything that's come out on PS5 for ages, so you know this will be good. And then Cyberpunk dropped this week, and then I was just yeah. like, no, actually, yeah. I'd rather play that. I'd really yeah. would rather play that at the moment because that's what I feel like I'm into at the moment. But then I still feel like obligation to play this now because I'd already bought it for. 
70 quid. <laughs> and so it's like, <laughs> so I've already got to play it. And so, I, you know, I did, I did play it a bit. I mean, it does, obviously, it does look absolutely stunning. And, it does. you know, I did the whole thing of switching between like 60 frames and, you know, between performance and graphics mode. And it's, it's the performance mode in it. You have to go with that because it was well, horrible. Yeah. I mean, I, I pressed forward on the stick and went, nope. <laughs> yeah. This is defaulted to the, the fucking 30 frames mode. I ain't playing it in this. And it's uh, like, so yeah, yeah, it's I heard a bunch of people me. saying, actually, it's much closer this time and it, it's it's a lot better. I don't but understand. Yeah, I, I, I tried on graphic graphic or resolution mode, whatever it was from first. It looked stunning. And then, yeah, I just turned the camera around and I was like, nope, <laughs> I'm not yeah, doing what, this. What's their argument? What What's closer in what way? Um, I've just... I, all the reports say, I mean, I think Digital Foundry actually recommend going with the 30 frames one because they say it, yeah, it, whatever it does, us. it seems to do it. So it's not as night and day as other things that they've seen. graphically, I think there's lots of big improvements. It, it definitely they, obviously clearly looks better in the resolution mode, but it just yeah, but felt when slow. Digital Foundry, not, did you watch the Digital Foundry thing? I did not know. Right, okay. Because I'm, I'm assuming the argument is the benefits you get from knocking it down to 30 make it a lot more of a closer choice but not necessarily that the frames per second and how it looks is closer mm. because that's just that's a binary thing isn't it that's a one yeah, or the yeah. other you've either got 30 frames or 60 frames that's there's no subjective view on that i just think the subjective view is rather the benefits you get from knocking it down to 30 far outweigh yeah. the negatives of planning 30 yeah, I guess but so, for yeah. me I can't go back to thirty now. I'm like I'm a full convert with this stuff. It's so. true. If if the option is there, then I'm I'm going for the the performance because it just feels so yeah, much I nicer, mean, you know, to play. It depends what game it is, right? So if it's like a, a puzzler or something like that, then maybe you know I could allow it. But um uh but yeah no <laughs> I can't not for an action game like that. You need you need those frames. But um yeah so yeah it looks good. I think the thing that struck me initially was how yeah, I, I I think it looks incredible. I th- I love the design of the robots. Like I, I love that stuff. Uh, they look creepy. They look cool. I like the way you you hack into them and it, you know all that stuff from the first game, where you're tracking them and you can see their roots and uh, their paths and all this, and you're trying to lead them over to a bush where you're hiding and all that stuff. Right, all of that stuff's great. Uh, but I it had that unpolished feel that. Ratchet and Clank sort of has right where the movement feels a little bit more floaty like it doesn't feel like a, a Last of Us when it comes to movement it's a completely different game so I, uh, I'm not saying that it should feel like that game it's just that game in terms of movement and feel and moving about felt so solid where here like I'm getting lots of moments where I'm the character model hasn't realised that it's on the ground so it's doing the falling anim- animation <laughs> or you'll go up to what looks like a gap in the trees, but there's an invisible wall. Or yeah. the most frustrating thing was me trying to jump up a ledge and I just couldn't. And then there was a ledge that was higher, but it had a yellow bar on it. So it meant that I could jump onto that one. And I was kind of like, ah, oh, that kind of ruins the It kind of feels feel like of the feel it's of it, a right? set, doesn't it? Like, as in, you, you yeah. feel like you're, like, it doesn't, this is the problem. Like, from what I've played so far, that's one of my issues with it, is it's like, it doesn't feel very interactive, if you know what I mean, like the environment well, that you're I've in. Well, I've got a feeling, James, that that is because we're in the opening, very restricted area. Yeah, I'm area. sure it's that. Right. But the grappling hook thing is ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> that is mad. Have you heard no? this, Sean? So, it gives you a grapple hook. Yeah. And then it goes, yeah, climb up this big tower. Yeah. 
like to get to the next part of the game. And I'm like, oh, brilliant. Can't, can't use a grappling hook on this bit. <laughs> Only on the bits where it says you can use grappling okay. hook. I'm like, but I want to get up to that ledge. Surely I could just grapple up to it. <laughs> the little symbol is not showing up for you. Brilliant. No, and it's also it. like selecting the grappling hook is ridiculous. Like you know, you have to like it's ba- it's like a number of button presses before you get. Sometimes, to it. yeah. There's and two it's... different ways of using it, isn't there? There's one where yeah. you aim down. To, but imagine aiming downside, mm-hmm. Sean, then pressing triangle, and then aiming and shooting the grappling right. hook at the thing that you need to grapple. Yeah. Right? You've got that way, and then sometimes you'll just jump, and a big symbol will show up, and if you press jump again, you'll yeah, just use it, it and get yeah. up. Yeah, that's like that. that's the only way I've used that thing. I've only ever used it waiting for the you symbol to pop you up. You can't have done because there's bits where you have to use there's it to pull you things down. There's bits where you have to pull down. the rubble out the out, out oh, the no, way. No, yeah, yeah, no. I've used it for that, but never. But I've never used it for traversal. No, no, no. Yeah, for traversal, it just to. does a double jump thing, right? Yeah, it's it's only yeah. that way. It's okay, not for go, traversal. Yeah. I, for the moment now, I was like, hang on, have I missed out where you can use a grappling anywhere? No, I've only ever used it to pull out bits of rubble, that kind of stuff, and or wait for the symbol to appear. Yeah, it's 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 frustrating because you kind of think. Especially after playing Halo, where yeah, exactly. it was like the grappling hook was such a great way of getting yeah. about. That's what I mean, and, that, and that's why I was a bit disappointed with this because I was just thinking, brilliant! I can sort of just you know cut around the place. It'll be it'll be fantastic, but you really can't. It's still it feels very much like the first game still, which is fine because the first game was was a good game. It was it, it was, was still... it was decent. Although I do, but I do think I again still very early on, but I do think that the intro to the first game was better. I kind of like that whole. Aloy finding filing stuff and then the trial Mm. and building up like at the moment I've just been Aloy walking around with someone while she's like like but practically taking the piss out of the bloke because he doesn't know everything that she knows you know like she's walking about going oh god yeah I'll explain that to you later she's been yeah I mean from my experience so far she's been pretty horrible to everybody yeah I mean I'm not judging the character on that so far because it's I'm so early on but I'm sure that changes but that yeah she's a bit of a dick at the start isn't she and that's what's difficult with this because I know that I will end up really enjoying this. I'm sure I will. Like once I get into it and you know you get mm. into the world map and you get to start like exploring and stuff, I'm sure I'm going to like it. It's just that I don't know, it just felt like it came at a weird time when maybe I'd prefer to play something else and also I find her hair incredibly distracting. It's very yeah, uh, yeah. during the well it's I don't know what's oh, going on with yeah. it. On totally with you there. Doesn't it feel like it's got like it's alive? Yeah. Do you know what well, I mean? I, I feel like so I've got a lot. I've got a lot to say about like the characters, which I think are absolutely stunning. But the hair looks like it's underwater. Yeah, because it's constantly yeah, moving. Right, yeah. It's like constantly moving. It was like, like, do you remember that that the Tomb Raider reboot on the PC mode had like hair physics, yes. and people were just like laughing at it because it was it's just like sort of hair physics around, of it, its yeah. own. Like, like for, yeah, yeah, so yeah. from what I've seen, I've like I've seen a, a mate playing a bit of it. I haven't played it myself, but like when Aloy is like running around and doing action stuff, it's perfect but it's when she's still isn't it like the hair's still yeah. like fucking jiggling around or and just like, talking to somebody yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's all like all going all over yeah. the place and you're just like why why yeah. like that's not it doesn't wind. do that wind yeah i, I think still going on so yeah the, the hair is the, the one bit of other characters that isn't quite perfect it's, but the rest i think is it's i mean i think the term mind-blowing uh is uh, overused but the 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 it's absolutely stunning the quality of the characters. Yeah, like, absolutely. You see, like reflections in like, the eyeballs, like blemishes in the skin, like creases mm. in the lips. It like I don't think I've ever seen characters look as good, as realistic as they do in this game. It looks, it's every cutscene, every like 
well, not even at any point where the characters are talking to each other, I'm like, I'm transfixed. It just looks so good. And I know Last of Us 2 looked good at the time and Uncharted 4 looked good at the time. But yeah, it's just, it's another level. It's absolutely something. And no one else and any, like, nothing else can compete with this. It just, it's unbelievable how think, good the characters look. Like, there's so much emotion from, you know, like a wrinkle of the nose or just like the way that their eyes look. Like the, they, the eyes look perfect. Like, there's emotion just in the eyes, in in, how, in where they look, how, like, the, you know, a very, very slight change in, in how they move their cheeks or their nose or their their eyelids. It, it uh, yeah, is. I, I've been blown away by how good their characters look in this game. Um, I, I, I mean, I've not seen that. In, I've not had that reaction in game yet, but I've seen like plenty of screenshots that make me go, "Fuck me!" I can't wait to see that shit. Um, also, yeah. the stuff just it, environmentally, it's amazing. Like, I just it 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 looks absolutely stunning. I mean, I said when I, I first started playing it, I said to you in the group, it's just like, this is probably the best looking game I think I've ever played, like in terms of yeah. like, on, on console. It looks incredible. It's definitely up there. Yeah. It's yeah. definitely I mean, up there. It, it, it's, um, it's just so, it's just beyond that. And this isn't like a Xbox versus PlayStation thing, but like you think of all the years uh, we've had like Horizon 1, we've got this new one, all the experience that the various studios have had, like making Uncharted games and this and that, and like all of them have learned and developed and now look where we are with Horizon Forbidden West looking this good. Like, if you think about all the studios Microsoft's buying and, like, or developing, like, surely they're so, so far behind with this. Like, this is just utterly stunning in what they're doing. And uh, I don't, it was never meant to be, like, an Xbox versus PlayStation thing, but I just thought it was interesting. When I was playing it, I was thinking, man, there's so much work to do on the Xbox side to, like, even compete with this. And, and, and that's yeah, just a character. Yeah, for sure, visually... I think we'll never we'll, whether we'll ever see anything look quite this good on the on the Xbox. I don't know, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I yeah, it's not the be all and end all for me. I don't think it's um, not. It's not but oh my god, it's a it's a showcase for that. Yeah, like, for sure. It, there's so much yeah. detail in the environment. So many things. Like again, like the the um the kind of traditional dress of the people you're meeting as you play the game like every outfit looks stunning there's so much detail like half the time in the cutscene I'm looking at looking at all the stuff all the things that the various characters are wearing and just yeah and then the various kind of just you know the weather and like the dust particles that flow up, fly up and well, see I've not seen any of that shit yet I can't wait for that yeah yeah, I just I just need to play more. I mean, I started playing a bit this evening, but you know, before we started recording, but you know, ran out of time pretty quickly. And uh... so, how fine are you, Matt? So I was just choking there. Um, <laughs> oh, I should put fuck loads of time into this. Hang on, you, you were choked up. Mark, I was crying towards the end there. Yeah, you choked up because <laughs> yeah, I was choking. Choked anyway, up. yeah, I've put in about sixteen hours into this game so far. Oh shit! So you in wow. the Forbidden okay. West then? I'm in Forbidden West, yeah. Okay, okay, because that's the moment where it's supposed to change completely, right? Yeah, so, um, I mean, for anyone listening, oh, no, I won't say where I am, but yeah, basically I've had a bit where I had like tw- literally 20 minutes of, of exposition. Anyone playing the game will know exactly where I am. Um, so, yeah, there's a huge info dump, and now it feels like I'm probably into the game now. Um, it's weird because I, as I said in the past, I played this, I played the first game after Breath of the Wild. I jumped off after an hour. I was like, this is not for me. I can't be doing a open world. It's nothing compared to Breath of the Wild. Forget it. Um, I was interested in this because I just wanted like a big budget 
PlayStation 5 experience. I think it look, it, I knew it was going to look gorgeous. And, you know, I wasn't terribly excited about the game. I'd even listened to, like, the two-hour um, kind of funny, like, sport, uh, review where they do. Every time it's a big game, they do a big review, big cast. And normally those things, you leave them thinking, oh, my God, I wish the game was out now. I wish I was playing it. And it was a really good podcast. I, I really enjoyed it. But I, I turned it off and I didn't... I wasn't like, that's it. I am so desperate for this game. I was still like, okay, well, we'll, we'll see. And even now, 16 or 17 hours, whatever it is, I'm into it. I'm still feel, I still feel kind of cold. Mm. Aloy, I have no emotional connection with her whatsoever. And maybe if I played the first one, maybe I would. But I still think me being 16 hours into this game, I they should have done something yeah. to make me feel some kind of connection with her. I mean, she's... This is worrying me quite a lot. Because like, you well, played a lot of this no, game. Because you, because you like the previous one, James, so you may have more to say on that, really, I mm-hmm. think. But, like, you know, I, I... I, It's not like... It's not like... You know when I was playing Metroid Dread, like, Samus is like an absolute badass, kind of fair in love with her straight away, just playing, like, the most recent Metroid Dread. I just... I'm feeling nothing towards Aloy. I'm not... You know, she's... She's fine. That That's it. Not good, not bad. Just fine. Um, we'll, we'll see what happens. Maybe that'll change in the story. Who knows? Story is... It's... I mean, I know a lot of people complain... About Halo story, about its most most like mumbo jumbo. There's an awful lot in this. <laughs> um, like I said, I've just come off a back of, a, I think literally about 20 minutes of exposition, um, and maybe I didn't have to exhaust every single dialogue option. But this feels like an RPG where you kind of have to do that. Um, so I did do that. But there are there are a lot of dialogue options for diverse characters, and even after hearing all those dialogue options, I'm still not like. Okay, you know, it's yeah, it's a, it's a story. I'm just not feeling it after 16 hours, and maybe Shit. this changes. I hope it changes story and character. How long is it? It's about 30 I hours. I was going to say, yeah, I think it's like 30 hours. 16 hours should be enough, really, to be convinced, wouldn't you? What are you playing yeah, it on, Matt? What what um what uh difficulty setting? I'm playing on normal, but I might drop it down. I mean, yeah, I dropped I dropped it down instantly. There's been, I, you know, sorry. My thought process with starting this game is that the reason I I played a lot of the first one, um, but I got to a point where I was like, I'm sick of hiding in bullshit. I just want to go and batter everything (laughs) now. And it never felt like I got there with the first one and I kind of dropped off of it. Um, Whereas this one, I thought, I think I'm going to start this on easy just so so that I'm not... There's also there's story mode, isn't it? Then there's easy. Yeah, I was half tempted normal. to go for that, to be honest with you, but I didn't. I went, I went uh, easy mode rather than yeah. Uh, so in my story. sixteen hours, there's been I think three or four fights where, like, there's either loads of monsters and I've been like wrecked, or I mean, I, I, even sixteen hours in, uh, I think my health is like three hundred. You can get like smacked in like two two hits really, and you're dead, uh, yeah, which is, it can be annoying. Um, but I but. I haven't changed my difficulty yet. There's a point where I'm like, hmm, maybe I do. But but when I when I made sure I utilized all my skills and yeah, utilized kind of the various kind of bows and arrows and other things I've got and got through those sections, I, I know that that was satisfying. That was really really cool to take on those, take on all them, and I did it. You know, I climbed my first like, is it long neck, tall neck, long neck, yeah, yeah, long neck, great, and I, again. I don't. I I paid like yeah, bit, a very very small handful of hours in the first one. Never saw one, and I was like, oh, this is really cool. It's like a mini puzzle to actually get up it, let alone 
you know, do all that. Yeah, and it's yeah. really cool. That's what it it's kind like of shows you before, yeah. items on the map. I was like, okay, this is really, really nice. I've done a bunch of things where uh, it, you, you see like a new monster and yeah, you can target the various kind of panels or modules I have on them. And um, rather than just going in for the kill where you lose all that, if you like, target or tag some of the things they've got on them, some of the panels, and you can like basically shoot them off them and then you can retrieve them later. And then things are really, really important for upgrading your various yeah. bows and other things or maybe you might need them for a mission. So I think that's really cool whereby I could just go in all guns blazing and kill them, but then I'm gonna, it, it makes sense to go in a bit slower and actually properly target the various body parts that they've got before going for the kill. So I think that's really cool. Um, there were a bunch of different skill trees. I focused on like melee and hunter is maybe another one. There's like a one that's a bit more kind of stealthy. And also, I typically go for stealth in these kinds of games, but I, I've actually really liked the melee combat, going in just like wailing on them and, and then coming back and then firing some arrows and go back in again. And you have this, um, you have this move a little bit later on. Oh, you might actually have it from the beginning, I don't know. But basically, you press a couple of buttons and suddenly, you know, uh, Aloy puts some face makeup on and he do some hardcore moves and, in my case, some hardcore melee moves and it's really satisfying nailing it's like them. Berserker yeah, it's, it's not cool that, but it's basically that you have some meters and if you, you do do some attacks, you basically feel these and then you can do like a special move, basically. And that, that's also really satisfying and I've mostly focused on melee rather than the kind of stealth or stuff, stuff from ranged attacks. Um, but I know all this stuff is good, but I'm not really feeling anything. <laughs> I'm, it feels quite cold at the moment, but I, I will keep going. I think actually, honestly, the graphics and how it looks and stuff is keeping me going. I'm just constantly amazed of how good it looks and every single character I meet. I'm like, this, this looks amazing. G- gameplay is fine. Story, not feeling anything. Characters, not feeling anything. Um, I, I, <laughs> that's so worrying <laughs> because that's what I'm in it for story characters well, I, I'm sure everyone will take different things from this game I'm just this is just my thoughts on it. I, mean, I absolutely love the environment I think that's it's fun to traverse there's also I think you should really turn on the settings where um, you can turn on it's an accessibility where it shows you instantly where you can climb on rocks and where you can't climb rather than having to keep clicking, clicking R3 because yeah, I'm like hey, is it that you have to do that yeah, no, that's, yeah, that's something. I'm, I'm, just... I can't climb everything, or because some rocks, I'm like, oh, I can climb the whole rock face. There's no stamina bar. And other things, I'm like, why can't I do a single thing? But if you click R3 and use your focus mode, it then shows you which are like yellow areas and red areas and stuff. Yeah. But I just have that now, so it shows it all the time. So I'm not wasting time trying to work out where I can or cannot climb. Um, Doesn't that ruin the way it looks, though? Doesn't that pull you out of the. No, because think, I'm focusing a lot anyway. There's loads of like kind of weird yeah, kind true. of artifacts in that regard. So it's no, it doesn't really ruin it at all for me. Yeah, I'm I'm really enjoying traversing the environment though. I've like seen the various kind of different weathers and like you know, there've been like snowy areas and desert areas and and yeah, it's a huge, huge map and I'm really enjoying that. I've done a couple of side missions. I've mostly been doing the main missions. Yeah, I, I'm going to keep going because I feel like I'm maybe halfway ish and I want to see this to the end. But right now, emotionally. I'm, I'm feeling nothing from the game, but that's just me, maybe. That is a... Oh, I'm really worried now. <laughs> no, 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 James, because you enjoyed the previous one and you finished games, so mm. I've no doubt you'll be different. Mm. I'm like you, James, man. I'm so thinking, why am I not playing Cyberpunk? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I, no, I, it's so unfair. It's so unfair on this game, and, and I moaned at people for doing it with Breath of the Wild for, for the last one, because if you remember, you were all playing Breath of the Wild and I was playing the first game. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and I was like, yeah, but they're different. You know, you can't think like that. But I, I, I it would, it would appear that I've changed my mind. <laughs> but I, no, I, I mean, people listening to this might think I'm like being super negative. I'm just being. 100 honest. I mean, I'm, I'm just being I, honest. I'm just there's, telling there's, it there's like it is. There's enough in this game to make me keep playing it, <laughs> but I'm just thinking emotionally. I've got like there's no attachment, to it. and I'm surprised at myself because I thought, okay, the first one, whatever, but there's a new one, all shiny. It's on PS5. I'll probably just fall in love with it and think, oh, why didn't I play the first one, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Like I've done with loads of other games in the past where I've not bothered with the earlier franchise, play a new one, love that, think about going back, and never do. But Thus far, it's not the case, but it's doing. It, there's enough there clearly because it because I I still want to play it. So I'm not. I don't. I don't think it's rubbish by any <laughs> any stretch of imagination. I'm just emotionally there's no connection. But that's it. I'm still playing. I tell you, I tell you something that it did remind me of using that fucking controller is nice, man. Like all the haptic stuff. I, yes. I, yeah, I love it. I, I love that shit. I mean, don't get me wrong. I still don't like the look of it, and in fact, actually, the feel of it isn't the best. But oh, I, I love how it feels. I still think I just love how solid it feels. I mean, I also like the look, but um, I think it's just a fantastic control in every every way. Really, the haptic uh, stuff uh, is brilliant, though. It is the haptic stuff is where it's at for me. I mm-hmm. mean, that that is so good. But yeah, no, I can't. I don't like the shape of it. I don't really like where the, the analog sticks are. But that's the. T- sorry, I was going to so say gone. that's the other reason that I want to play Cyberpunk because apparently all the haptic stuff's really good oh, in right, that yeah, as they well. did that oh is it yeah yeah, yeah. well the, the um uh, I t- while we're talking about controllers i mentioned to you guys but i'm really excited because i was i thought it's time like i use my xbox way more than i do my playstation right and um i thought it's time for a new xbox pad and a friend of mine recently got one of those um uh was it the xbox game lab controllers you got oh, yeah, one yeah. haven't you sean what did you do for yours? Because I kind of nicked your idea. Didn't you get Nusheen to design it? Uh, yeah, yeah, I let New design it, yeah. Did you know, did you see it before you bought it? No. Right, okay, so that's what I've done, yeah. but with Harry. Because it was only like, <laughs> it was like £5 more than, I was like, I want to get a nice looking pad uh, as a new one, if I'm getting a new one. And I like the way the Xbox Ones look. So I was flicking through them and I was like, most of these are garish. So if I'm going to do that, why don't I just give Harry the honour of designing me a pad? So um, I I sort of sat him down, said, do we want, then go to buy. And then I put my details in and then just hit send. And then, uh, yeah, and I deleted the... um, I deleted the email because I was worried there's going to be a fucking massive picture of it on there. So I've got that coming. I can't imagine what that's going to look like. I can't wait to find out. That's going to be really nice, though, because even if it's... Awful. You'll just be like, yeah, but Harry did it. Yeah, exactly. That's that's. <laughs> you'll like, you'll be like, it's ease. awful. It, this is like almost this is almost too nice to use. I think I better yeah. put it in this drawer. You know, <laughs> that's, that's how you would react, James. I'll be, I'll be yeah. proud of it. I can't I'm like because yeah. when you're a kid and you're looking at that many options, you're just going to choose different things for every option, aren't you? You're not yeah, going to yeah. think about what's going to make a good like looking pad. Like an actual colour scheme. Or, yeah, 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 exactly. You're just going to, it's going to be a fucking mess of a controller. I can't wait. I'm <laughs> fucking pumped for that. And also, after he did it, he was like, so is that my controller? I was like, nope, that's mine, <laughs> right? If you want, you've, you've got your birthday this week, you always get tons of money for your birthday. You can design your own one the way, exactly the way you want it to look. Because mm-hmm. he did say, oh, I've just, I've put in your favourite colours or whatever. So, um, you know, he has aimed it at me. So I, And he was like, he's excited about the idea of making his own one soon. 
So uh, yeah, I'll mean, I'll have to post a picture when it's when it arrives because yeah, I'll fucking wait to see what that looks like. <laughs> What's uh, the? How long is it going to be? Do you know? No, well, it says like four to six weeks when you go to buy it or something. Ooh, okay. I can't remember. It's something. It was a crazy lead time or whatever. But my mate that just done it. He did it when he was drunk, and it was a pretty shocking-looking controller. I must admit, I'll send you a photo of it. But um, he said it only took about four days to arrive, so it might oh, it really? might get here this week. Um, but yeah, no, sorry, a little bit of a detour. The, yeah, the that haptic shit in a, on the PS5 pad is just brilliant. Like it really is good. Um, yeah, it doesn't when it's arrives, done and there's moments we have to like pry doors open or pry Does it do the rain thing when it, it rains, Matt? I haven't noticed that specifically. Oh, okay. But uh, but yeah, there is definite tension when you're kind of prying doors open and, and stuff. Yeah, no, it, it's 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 good in that regard. We'll have more to say about this game in the coming weeks. It's a big Absolutely, old game. Yeah. I you know, it's I feel bad for even passing comment on anything really because I've played what maybe I I swear I've played about an hour and a half. I've done two sessions on it about at least forty five minutes long. Yeah, and I'm still in the walking around with the man in the lyric uh, in the linear part of the game um because i hear it's linear hub world open world right that's kind of the structure of the opening is that correct uh yeah yeah pretty much that yeah yeah yeah, and, yeah. And so then, i'm not yeah, even in the hub really world, world yet yeah, yeah i'm not in the hub world yet so that's when i start to get a feel for it and then yeah i can't wait for the game to start proper i can't wait to do, like because on the previous game you can hack certain robots and then ride them about that's the mm-hmm. bit I'm looking forward to, doing that, finding a little robot, hacking it, and riding it about. That's what I might. Uh, that's what I'm. Yeah, that's that's fun, what that I'm in it for. So there'll fun. be more Horizon uh, Forbidden West um, chat on a future on future shoes. Yeah, I'm interested James, to know if my opinion changes, and also you know, to see where you guys speak yeah, uh, yeah. speak about. Because yeah. obviously, people love this series. It might Do just you be me you get being done for next week. Dead inside. Uh, will I get done by for next for next week? Well, Elden Ring's out on Friday. Uh oh. So kind no, of then. funny, but we'll never see. going back to it. <laughs> Sounds like a Matt Murray thing, isn't it? Never going back to it. Sounds uh, like uh, well, anyway, I'm gonna get blast through this baby before Elden Ring on Friday, but we'll That's see. True. Not not next week. Did, did I say next week? This week. This Friday, Elden Ring's yeah, out. Yeah, that's what you said this Friday, yeah. So we'll we'll see. We'll see where I am by Friday. James. I'm excited to hear how you got on with Ollie Ollie World after our little chat last week. Well, that's the thing. I went back to it, and I ended up absolutely loving it. And it's fucking great, isn't it? Yeah. And this is the thing because I, I I sent you a message, and I was I was like, yeah, I've just finished it. Like I just because I just smashed through like to the end. I mean, I got bad scores, obviously. Like my scores weren't yeah. great or anything like that. But I really just enjoyed like the feeling of the movement. I mean, this. I think what it was was. I, I was really off it in the beginning because of the fact that I didn't realise that restart thing. And as soon as I did that, it's like, okay, this is actually, this is fun. Like, not having to repeat entire levels makes it a lot easier. But then also, your technique gets a lot better, obviously, as, you, as oh, you're going. God, it, it really is designed to be played through just to get to the end of the levels. Like, mm-hmm. like a Mario game, right? It really is designed to just don't worry about all the extra stuff. Just focus in or get to the end of the level. Because it's still teaching you stuff in like the last world. Mm-hmm. There's still tutorial mm-hmm. levels in the last world. And some of it is like, oh my God, this will make my scores go insanely high. I didn't know I could do this. <laughs> and also, crazy. you don't realise either like how much you're learning as you're playing it and like yeah. how much better you're getting really as you're playing it. Because yeah. then like the stuff that I was doing from the, like, from the first area 
I just couldn't do. Like in the beginning, I was just like, this is impossible. And then in the beginning, there you go. And then, but then, <laughs> yeah, I went back to it, and it's like this is easy. Like this, this is easy now. And yeah. which was yeah. which is really good. I mean, as I said, I'm, I'm never going to be good at this. I don't think. Like you know, as in, I'm never going to be like amazing at it or anything. But it's it's really fucking fun. Like just to just yeah. <laughs> it really is yeah. it's fucking fun, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's Sean, just have you played much more of it? I haven't, to be honest. Shit, man. Cyberpunk sort of stole my week. Yeah. I, I've been. No, uh, I'm I have a problem with it where it's like Luminez. So I've been playing a lot of Luminez recently, like mm-hmm. a lot of Luminez, which is the most bizarre fucking game of all time. I, I don't know why I play it. Like, I enjoy it, obviously. There's some sort of reaction I have to it. But even the idea that this was built for a handheld console. Yet games last like over half an hour, like, and you're just like, why am I? Why is this still going on? Why am I still doing this? Oh no, it's finally finished. I'm going to do it again. Like I played for an hour and a half straight the other day because I bought it. I bought it for um. Uh, well, no, here's here's how it went down. Right, so. I played it a while ago on, uh, we'll get back to the <laughs> only world in a minute, but we, we, I played it on uh, Xbox because it was on Game Pass, right? And it's the first time I played Luminez. And it took me a few games to go, oh, right, I get it now. Right, I know what I'm supposed to be doing. This is pretty fun. Then I remembered that it came out on a PSP. So it's probably on my Anbenic RG552. And it was. So I was like, I'm going to play this. But of course, it's emulation. So there's the odd skips. It's got a weird bug in it where I press start and then unpause it and the music doesn't carry on. So that's a bit weird. So <laughs> then I thought, is it on Switch? So I looked on Switch and the remastered version is on there and it was like four quid and it was like <laughs> on sale. So well, I'm getting this on Switch then because this is perfect. <laughs> and honestly, I will sit there, put my headphones in and play. I played it for an hour and a half. My hands were killing me. They were absolutely killing me uh, by the end of that gaming session. But my word, did I have a good time. It's so good. Anyway, Oli Oli World is a lot like that. So I'll go, oh, I'll do do one level in Oli Oli World. I'll just stick that on. And that level will take me 45 minutes to sort of get a really good score that I'm happy with. And then I'm like, well, I might as well do another level now. And then all of a sudden, it's like two and a half hours solid of Oli Oli World. It's, uh, yeah, some game that. Really, really good. Yeah, Shit. absolutely excellent. Loved it. I'm glad it you enjoyed really it, James, because you, when you were talking about it last week and you were saying, oh, I'm really struggling, I don't really want to play it, I thought, James, this is so you, this game. It really is. <laughs> it really is. I'm So I'm glad that you found the way through that initial uh, problem that you had with it. Yeah, I think I it, it was when you said this is like a Mario game in a sense of just like, yep. you know, just get through like through each like sort of area and all that kind of thing. I was like, yeah, I can I can see that. And it, it's definitely Have you done the race against the dude in the, the bear yet? No, I've not done that, no. Yeah, that is <laughs> fucking difficult, that. It's really hard. Uh, it's really hard. Okay. Uh, so that's Ollie Ollie. Well, anything else, James? Uh, yeah, I mean, I've... I've uh, I finished Pokemon Legends. Here we go. <laughs> like I'm excited to hear about this. So... Oh, I feel so terrible about this game. Like I really do. <laughs> why? Now, okay, let me explain why, right? I mean, first of all, let me just preface all of this by saying this is not a bad game. I don't think it's a terrible game or anything like that. But the way I played it made me feel not very happy. And so <laughs> okay. I finished the base game, I think between 25 to 30 hours. 
And then mm-hmm. I went down the whole rabbit hole of completing the Pokédex to like try and get the true nice. ending. And what it was, I mean, the game. Oh, so there is a there is a different ending, is there? If you yes, there is. Yes, and okay, uh, cool. so there's, there's there's more stuff like to get the true ending, like in inverted commas, like you you, you get that like towards <laughs> the end. And so the game's got 240 Pokemon, and I was kind of like, well, most of these I already had about I don't know 140. It's two for one, or isn't it, James? Before anyone sends messages, it's two so, for one. No, it's 242 actually. Um, yeah, there's, well, you, there's... you said 240, but it's 241 unless you do something else. No, it's two. It's, it's actually 242 <laughs> unless you do something else, Matt. Oh, is it? Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, no, I'm helping you. You said 240. Someone was going to message yeah. us. Yeah, it's, it's 242 <laughs> if you've also got a save for Pokemon Diamond or one for uh, Sword okay. or whatever, then you can get like an extra two other Pokemon, but I'm not into that. Um, so <laughs> I'm not about that life. Yeah, I'm not about <laughs> that life. Yeah. <laughs> <I'm just> like, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I had about 140 already when I finished. So I thought, okay, well, these have been pretty easy to get. So this shouldn't take too long, like to you know to finish it. So 25 to 30 hours I've already spent. I finished the game on Sunday night, and I looked at the clock, and it was at 60 hours. And <laughs> my which, word, which is horrific. How have you done that? It's horrific. Yeah, but not, where did all those hours come? I from? don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I was literally like, seriously. I own. I played it over the weekend. I was playing it in the evenings, like until yeah. quite late in the morning. Sometimes, yeah, as well. Yeah. Uh, how late, what James? Was, yeah, we'll be talking here. How late? Uh, like well, three like a.m. Like till three. Three yeah. o'clock in the morning, James. And you fucking moan when it's ten o'clock your I time. Know, I know, I know. I felt it. terrible. And this is the thing, because like in the morning, like Chen would look at me and she was like, You look awful. Like that, because like, all my eyes were like, you know, drinking. Like, yeah, no, like, all like, you know, the massive black bags under my eyes and all that kind of thing, which was terrible. And the tipping point was when I got to around 180 Pokemon, because at that point I was like, I'm not really enjoying this now, but there's not that many more to go. Like, I was just thinking, I can't <laughs> stop now. It's that whole, like, you know, the sunk cost fallacy thing of just yeah, like, yeah. and it's like, I've got to just, I'm going to finish it. And so what was really annoying is that some of the Pokemon are quite complicated to get. And really irritating. Mm-hmm. Like it's not just go and catch all of it. There's all these like different requirements and stuff. And then yeah, yeah. one of the most annoying things is that some of them, you, the, the quickest way to get them or whatever, is to like evolve them, like from ones that you've already caught. So you think, great, that's that's easy. Yeah. Just level them up. They're evolved. No, no, no. You, you don't do that with some of these. Some of these require like um, like special items. The only way to get the special items is by either doing side quests or by getting merit points. The side quests are really irritating. As sometimes don't work out like in you know they're, they're just convoluted so the quickest way i kind of thought at the time was by getting merit points now to get merit points you have to collect satchels from around the world which is people that have oh, died yeah, yeah. and then you yeah. go around and you pick them up right yeah but what, what do you mean people that have died like people like npcs that have died or no no, no, real, no real people no, no, real people players. that have like <laughs> that have died right now oh, well, the characters souls, could just die yeah, yeah, you can you can like fall off cliff or whatever, or you know, and then they you just leave your off bag cliff or whatever. Did we, have we not mentioned that? Yeah, that's one of the things that's quite cool about this game is that like you, you the player, like get attacked by wild Pokemon and stuff. It's not just <laughs> no, I don't think I yeah. remember you talking about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> then, cool. so the thing is, decide. right? That's not. Me. I thought this was. I thought this was like kids are nice just game. like I'm yeah. dead now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I mentioned now like a Death Stranding type element where other people that have fainted or died in the world, you can go and collect their stuff and then deliver yeah, them. Yeah. Well, pick them up and then that's the delivery. 
So you do that, and then you get merit points for that, which you can then exchange for items in the shop, which could then like do the evolving thing, right? But the trouble is, is that these satchels that appear on the map, I couldn't figure out, like, what? how do these things spawn, right? Because <laughs> they spawn, like, maybe about four of them in each of the areas that you go to. So that's a pretty good amount that you can get. It's usually going to be enough so that you can get one item or whatever out of the shop. But if you're, like, trying to get loads of these items, that means you're waiting all the time for these to spawn so that you can then get more and sometimes they seem to spawn pretty frequently other well, you times can't just move to a new area a new area no 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 it, it, because it like loads a new a new load of them at some at, at various but, but i couldn't figure out how to make it happen or if it was just random or if it was like certain times of the day so like, simply it, just by simply going into a new area that didn't load new ones in no no it doesn't oh, not all the time. so that that was where i was starting to get really irritated because i was just thinking oh this is I'm sitting here for ages waiting for them to refresh, and they're not refreshing. <laughs> you know, just <laughs> can finish this. 4am, come on. It's like the game on. and open it up. Did you try turning it off and on again? Joe? I did. I tried that. I tried disconnecting from the internet. I tried reconnecting just to try and get these things so I could get these points back. Did you try, like, dis- taking your Switch apart, soldering <laughs> some stuff? Did you try buying three new Switches, James? <laughs> do, do you know what you should have tried? Going to bed. <laughs> trying again the next morning. <laughs> But it was terrible because then it was. You see, I felt like a zombie. Like by the time I got to like about two hundred and ten or whatever, and I just wanted it done, and I just kept on going, and it was horrible. And I got to the final boss, like the final, final sort of thing, and it's really brutally difficult. Like it was really hard. I was sitting there getting really irritated. Chen was looking at me like, "This, is, you are absolutely pathetic." What like, have I married? It's basically, yeah. She was, she was like, "This is a child's game, and look at you getting." <laughs> Look at our bathroom. You know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, you could have you could have fitted like a number of bathrooms in the amount of time you spent on this. It's like ridiculous. Sixty hours you spend half an hour sorting your light out in your bathroom. Yeah. How many bulbs spent- is that? How many bulbs could you fit in sixty hours? But this is what's mad. I haven't spent this much time on any game for like I don't know how long. Like for ages. Animal Crossing. Say again. Animal Crossing. Yeah, but that's yeah, exactly. But that's, that's over. That's though. over months. Like I've spent that time. Animal Crossing's not a game; it's a lifestyle. That doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> but I, I don't know. And as I said, I, I, I finished it. It's done. I'm never touching this game ever again. Yeah. What was the what? So what happened? Though? So you finished it. Yeah. You saw. You saw a new ending. Yep. Was the ending was it worth it? Yeah. Uh, I mean, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So what do you do then? What did that's, you do? What time was this? What was this late in the evening? Was no, this no, this, this was Sunday evening. So it wasn't right, late because it wasn't late because Asher was still up, and then he brought in a piece of paper where he'd drawn a load of Pokemon on it. <laughs> where, <laughs> which that piece of paper's hand? Please, please return to the family, Daddy. <laughs> we miss you. I am your son, I'm Asher. Say, I miss Asher you. came in. I was crying at the edge of the bed. Like, <laughs> no, 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 I play Pokemon too much. This was really, this was really sweet. Yeah, he'd, he'd like drawn like a whole thing, like a congratulations thing of like of like you've <laughs> oh, done it. Bless him. Which well, was really nice. It was really the real nice. Ending. It was it was yeah. This it, this was really nice. And now he's playing it. Although I don't know what you must think of it because it, it, now he's playing. It. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
sure you haven't let it let you've not let it. No, of course he hasn't. It's been glued into my Switch for like the whole time I've been playing this. He's not touching it. I can't believe that, James. The Pokemon fan, the, the child in the house, hasn't been able to play it because his dad's been smashing no, 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 okay, look, into You're it. making this sound worse than it is, right? Last week, no, I'm not. Last week, you mentioned that you bought now it that- as a surprise and left it around the house for him to find. Yeah. He found it. You took it off him for 60 hours no, and now he's finally allowed to play true. it. No, this is not true. This is also is because... No, no, it's not. It's a little bit true, but it's not completely true. A little bit true. It's <laughs> half true. That's our episode title, right? A little bit true, please. <laughs> Done. Please let that be the episode title, Matt. Write that down. A little bit true. Thank he, you. He wanted to finish playing Pokemon Diamond first before he played this, and he did. Did he, and James? So that's the thing. He did. He did. Like, no, so what hold happened on. When you said, wait, <laughs> wait, 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 Sean. It? Wait, just one yeah. second. Yeah. If I remember correctly, you told him that you weren't going to buy him the new Pokemon game until he completed the current Pokemon game. That is what yeah, you that, said. That, that yeah. was just banter for the show. That wasn't really no, going to happen. That sounds okay. like reality now, James. <laughs> oh, I'm going like to ring Chef. Said, Look, oh, I can't oh help it. Oh my god, you've got the new Pokemon game. Yes, I have. You can't play it. Until you've completed that Sapphire or whatever it's called. absolutely not what I said. That, that isn't what happened. Okay, he, he chose that of his own accord. So, so when you got the first <laughs> ending, did you say to him, oh, yeah, yeah, finished, uh, finished Arceus, and he was like, oh, cool, does that mean I can play it? No, no, he didn't. He, 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 <laughs> no, he immediately said, he immediately said, are you going to try and catch them all? And <laughs> oh, I, then I said to him, well, then I said, I'm going to catch as many as I can. And uh, <laughs> that's real. And he's like, Dad, that's not the catchphrase. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, this is wonderful. Uh, so, James, right? Okay, so getting back to my original question, you finish it, you turn it off. Like, what do you? How do you feel? What do you do? I felt angry and a bit empty inside. Honestly, <laughs> did you say anything to anyone? Did you like to tell Chen? Well, this is the thing. I said I, I did tell Chen. Chen left by this point. <laughs> I also said, oh, yeah, had you already packed her back? I looked yeah. up from my switch and I was in an empty apartment in Germany <laughs> with no light bulbs. See, I Taking actually, all the curtains I, down. I actually sent a message to Matt. Right, where I just said to him, "What, what did I say, Matt? I can't remember." Hang on. Yes, well, yeah, I'll find it. It's- oh yeah, that's, that was it. Yeah, I, I just because I just said I've wasted my life. <laughs> And he said, "Oh my god, that's horrendous!" And then, and then he said, "Congratulations, you fucking nerd!" And then, and then I said, "That's pretty much what Chen said to me." Like, ah, <laughs> oh, James, man, I want to give you a hug. So, but at the as, same you time, know, as as someone who's like halfway through the campaign and enjoying it a lot, I take it you would not recommend completing the Pokédex. <laughs> well, for me, for me, it was not an enjoyable experience. But then, okay. I, I, I get, I understand that for other people. They probably love that. And I'm not saying it's a bad thing to do or like it's a bad son. game or anything. It's just, for me, I, it, it was a gruelling experience that I did not enjoy very much. Shame. Yeah. Shame you enjoyed um, it last time you spoke about it. It's yeah. a shame to hear that. It James, at the end of the game, what score would you have given it? At the end of, like, standard Good question. playing a few weeks uh, ago? At the end of standard playing, I'd have given it like an 8 or a 9 out of 10. And what would you give it now? <sighs> I don't know. I don't know, I'd still probably give it the same because it's my own fault that I ruined it for myself. Get right, listeners, you have just heard James talk about a game that he would rate an 8 or a 9 out of 10. (laughs) Just consider that when you're hearing him talk about games in the future, yeah? Fucking hell. And then, I mean, the only other thing I played this week was I finished Dark Souls 2 on the stream. 
which was did, good. Surprisingly mm. as well, right? Because I yeah. watched it and you just went, that's not the end. And then the credits rolled and you went, oh, it is the end. <laughs> I was really surprised because it was like, it was only a 30 minute stream because I was expecting it was going to be really difficult or whatever. And then it wasn't. Like the final boss was not difficult at all. And um, yeah, yeah. It's not too bad, is it? No. It was... well, were you overpowered or you just got I the think, better of them? I think... I was partly overpowered because my mace was like monstrous by the end of the game, which was which was great. God, you come out with episode time. Yeah, no, nothing now. You're a generator. <laughs> mace was monstrous. Do you know? Oh shit! I didn't tell you this, right? Mm. I didn't tell you this. <laughs> I was chatting to uh, Ian about uh, autobiography uh, titles, right? Uh, I can't remember what his one was. He might not want me to say, but he said, what would your autobiography title be? And I went, I've never had an answer for that question. I said, I can't remember whose idea it was, but I think it might have been Ian said, ask James. Right. So <laughs> I said, well, I'm going to do it now. So I sent James a text saying, you, right, I've just written an autobiography. Uh, it's just about to be published. I haven't got a title for it. Name it for me. Do you know what you come out with? Go on. Turner through the tunnel. <laughs> what the fuck does that even? Turner I mean, through the tunnel. Are there many stories? It makes sense. Regaling times and tunnels. Absolutely none whatsoever. No, it does make sense. There's, there's some logic there. Go on. Well, no, because it's like it's like you on the journey of life through the tunnel. <laughs> tunnel. It's like through a tunnel where you don't really know where you're going, but there's light at the end of it. Hold on. What you're, what you're saying is he's an incredibly focused individual. Yeah. He's always looking at the... Yeah, yeah. You always know where you're going through a tunnel. Zero Just out the other side vision. of the tunnel. It's not like suddenly you're going to go do a different bit of the tunnel. I was trying to do an alliteration and it didn't... It, like, forget it. Forget it. <laughs> it's academic stuff, Dave. We wouldn't... But the problem is, if I ever know. do get to a point in my life where I'm writing an autobiography, it's going to have to be the title now because yeah. I'm not going to be able to think of anything else other than Turner <laughs> Through the Tunnel. Dave, it just and means it... you'll have to actually plan for two. So, you know, one with that title and one with a good title. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll work it out. I'll work it out. Um, sorry, where were we? Dark Souls, yeah. So you enjoyed that, did you, overall? It was fantastic, yeah. It was very good. good. I mean, can I Good. can I can I say thanks to people in the chat? Can I do that? Nope, don't okay. like any of them. Go on, no, don't. Of course, you can go. On. <laughs> no, like there was a lot of people that stuck with it through like the entire run, pretty much, and they were incredibly helpful. Like there was the Wizards, like Shy, obviously, uh, not so angry. Sun was great, and Chod, and uh, I've got a whole list here. Like there's like Simon Sloth, Bitter Toad. Do you know what? It's funny because I like. <laughs> Because I, I was thinking, oh, I should say the same about people who've been showing up to the Nuzlocke streams, actually. But then you've just listed a load of names that I haven't seen on my stream. So they can go fuck themselves. <laughs> I mean, I've, I've also got to thank Colin Ross Wilson, obviously, for all his sage advice like throughout oh, yeah. the game. You know, I wouldn't have been able to have done it without him. So oh, He Sarcastic, knows everything it? about his games. Yeah. Sarcastic. Um, yeah. So, with Dark Souls 2, isn't that widely regarded as the worst? Yeah, but it's still a, it's still a really good game, though. Is this is the thing? Yeah. It's, yeah. Like, it's, also, it's the, the did... worst of one of the best series of yeah. basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. they did a lot of work work on it as well, didn't they? They did. Um, yeah, it's very different from uh, my understanding. Is it's it's a lot more refined from when it first launched. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but like, absolutely but yeah, superb. No, like if if it had been if I'd have played it on a year, like you know when it came out, it would have been on my game of the year list. Like no doubt. You know it was yeah. it was. So good. I'm, I'm interested to see what you think of free because that mm-hmm. that was the one where well Bloodborne was the one where it started looking good right mm-hmm. but yeah Dark Souls three looks great at times doesn't it 
Yeah, really does. That fucking city, man, where you stand over it, you know, the first time you get there. The bridge, like over the bridge. That's it, the bridge, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you look over and it's like, oh my God, this looks incredible. I wonder if that still holds up. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Yeah, but that's Uh, it. That's all I've been playing. Sean, you've got one more game on your list. Yeah, just a quick one. So I'm (laughs) still playing Metroid Zero Mission. Um, the GBA remake of the very first Metroid game, and I'm <laughs> I, I just yeah, I'm probably not going to finish it now. So I'm at the final bit, which was added specially for for Zero Mission. It's not part of the original. Um, so when you do the the final boss, um, you then you know there's like a little cutscene, and long story short, you end up doing this yeah this additional final section where um you're playing as Zero Suit Samus. So you've got no power armor, you've got no abilities, and you've oh. just got this shitty pistol that just stuns enemies. Um, it's not good. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, really, it's really frustrating, and I don't like it, but it's just interesting because you can see the the genesis of Metroid Dread in it. Because, um, <clears throat> like, I, you know, I was sort of vaguely aware that Metroid Dread had been supposedly on the cards for like 10 years or whatever. Oh, God, I watched a video on this. I think it was that game... There's a game series that I really like on YouTube, and they covered this and the history of it. And, yeah, like, Fusion was announced fucking years ago, wasn't it? And it's been one of those legendary games that sort of gets referred to every few years, and and then it goes quiet again. Yeah, yeah. Um, And, yeah, and it's just interesting because... You know, me sort of seeing the you know all the uh, the promotion stuff for for Dread and being like, oh, it's like sort of not really a horror game, but there's you know the, the whole thing with the the Emmy sections and like you know having to stealth a bit and getting chased, not really being able to fight back for for most mm. of it. Um, I sort of likened that to the SAX sections in Fusion, um, but no, this this final bit in Zero Mission, which came after Fusion. Um, is way closer to the Emmy sections because you're in you're in this base and it's full of these space pirates and basically yeah you've you've got no no abilities that can actually kill them you can if you have like a fully charged pistol shot it like stuns them for a second and gives you a second to get away but yeah it's all about stealthing your way around and and sort of watching their patterns trying not to get spotted and then you know if they do like it goes like similar to dread like it goes into like you know security mode like all the the doors like locked down and stuff and you've got to like find somewhere safe to um you know evade the space pirates for a bit and and then you can you can crack on so it yeah it's just really interesting to see um how how obviously that fed into the concept for dread even though it was like you know like I say another sort of 10 15 years or whatever until dread would actually come out yeah you can see you can see the the seeds of it um it's just a shame that it's really frustrating and not good which but then again that sort of makes sense as to why they obviously sort of went right right there's something here that we want to do, we want to focus on for the next game, but because I mean, Dave, you'll you'll know better than me. I, I never really followed it, um, but there's a, wasn't it like they knew what they wanted to do with it, but they just couldn't do the concept justice for, yeah. for a long time, and then yeah, 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 and um, I think they the the focus shifted away from two D Metroid games right. as well. You know, that yeah, was when yeah, yeah. what is it Prime come out, and yeah. that was seen as the way forward. And Nintendo weren't really mm-hmm. interested in producing much in the way of two D uh, right, yeah, Metroid, yeah, yeah. But especially for their main, if you want to call it that, their main sort mm-hmm. of home consoles. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you, you know, it's it's been a, a fascinating thing to play in twenty twenty two. You know, post <laughs> Metroid Dreads, I just and you know, yeah, I really enjoyed ninety eight percent of it. I just hit this final bit, and I'm just like, yeah, this is not enjoyable at all 
Um, so yeah, I will probably leave it there. But yeah, now, glad I played did, it anyway. Did you know gaming? That's the gaming YouTube uh, right, channel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure. Oh, I love that stuff. It's so good. Mm. So matter of fact, and it's mm. that and the boundary break stuff that I'm obsessed yeah, yeah. with on YouTube. They're the, they're the two ones that the moment a new video comes up, I'm watching that. Mm-hmm. Um, always good content. Thought I'd give them a shout out. Right, that's what we've been playing. We've got time for a, a, a few questions. Few. Yeah, let's uh, uh, yeah, let's get wanna... let's get them done. Send us a question. Go to tcgs.co forward slash dear tcgs. Maria Mendieta says, dear tcgs cover band, watching Sean fix James's old switch and hearing you discuss obsolete balance boards last week awoke my curiosity. What is the most irreparable damage you've brought upon a console or its peripherals? I look forward to tales of trans vibrators suddenly breaking from aggressively playing res. Thank you for brightening up the week. <laughs> my one's easy. Yeah. Uh, I once took an N64 pad, pulled it all apart, painted it, put it all back together. Not only did it look horrific, it was yellow and red with like <laughs> zigzags. Half like the top right hand corner was red, the bottom left was yellow. And yeah. it sort of zigzagged in like teeth, <laughs> red teeth on the yellow bit. And I thought it looked really cool, but I clearly used the wrong paint and it was all like really scratchy to hold. Felt yeah. horrible. And you used it a couple of times and it all peeled off of the back and stuff and just completely destroyed the pad. It I looked hope that's fucking what your Xbox appalling. controller looks like. <laughs> I'll put zigzags on it, Dad. Oh no! <laughs> uh, yeah, and it's uh, I, I, it was horrendous. I, I, uh, and then, and then my sister did it. We let, we gave the N64 to my sister, and she was obviously like, "Oh, that's what my brother did." So that's what I'm going to do. But she used like nail varnish instead of paint, <laughs> so it was all just a big, big glob of shit all over the but it just looked like someone sprayed super glue over it and waited it for it to start peeling off yeah. it was yeah ah oh, just nice. don't paint your own shit <laughs> that's not <laughs> that's title. title yeah, no, i was gonna say loads, that's yeah yeah, yeah. um because, i once i don't think i've ever like broken anything um i definitely i remember once i took apart you know those awful um like lcd games we had back in the day yeah and there was shit. I think I had like a Castlevania one, and I don't. There was nothing wrong with it. I just one day I was just like, I want to open this up and see what it's like on the inside, and figured if I just, you know, I mean, I must have been like seven or eight or something, and just sort of figured, well, if I just remember how I took it apart and then follow the steps to reassemble it. Oh, you didn't even what, have the YouTube shit. Fuck. Exactly. Like, what can go wrong? And you know, and as far as I could, like, there was no no panic whatsoever. Like, took it apart. I was like, all right, there's a like, circuit board. There's a screen. That's cool. Put it back together. Um, you know, didn't no sense that anything was wrong, and it just wouldn't turn on. Oh shit! <laughs> but obviously, again, no idea. Couldn't even begin to diagnose what I'd done wrong. Um, so that's that one of those that. moments that once it's done, you're just like so stupid. Why yeah, didn't why I just did I stop fucking... myself? Yeah, and just go. This is a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Where, you where were my mum and dad when I was? T- <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, no one stopped me. Why have they given you a toolbox? <laughs> yeah, why did I have a set of precision screwdrivers yeah. to open up my fucking... The uh, star-shaped uh, ones. <laughs> <laughs> James, I bet you you don't open anything up, I assume. No, I mean, not consoles, but, I mean, PCs. Like, I've done loads of damage with them in the past, like, <laughs> oh, you know, yeah. bro- broken pins on CPUs, you know, the whole thing. Oh, yeah. was, That's the Matt know. Murray special, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, I did that only within the last two years, James. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, keep up, James. Matt. Yeah. 
Uh, I mean, my main one is the fact that I, I smashed an N64 controller playing the final boss of Diddy Kong Racing. That's always <laughs> the one that comes up. <laughs> and yet what, I would a, still like to play a new Diddy Kong Racing just to see if it got me as angry. The thing that got me the most angry is just that when you clashed when you collided with that final boss, it's just it was just how fucking slow you drifted down to the ground. That was the thing I didn't that even see me. that. I hit I, I hit start and reset like before yeah. it even the moment I mean, it was if like I went pixel. straight down to the ground, blew up, I that'd be better. But it's just the fact I was like, <laughs> yeah, like, it's like wah, wah, wah. the worst. <laughs> absolute worst. Yeah. And I've fucked up PCs in last year. Yes, yes, you have. Next question. Oh, dear. Next question comes from Daisy's dad. He says, Dear TCGS. Call blimey, Governor. My question is. <laughs> That's my favourite. <laughs> uh, my question is not games related, but seeing as I turn to you guys for advice on all my life choices and not just video games, I know you can help. Actually, only Sean can help, so this one's for him. Uh, at the age of 32, my wife was only very recently diagnosed with having dyslexia. At no point previously in school or work had anyone picked up on this being a possibility, but due to difficulty with speech and recalling certain words, dyslexia, it turns out, is about much more than just difficulty spelling and reading. She got tested by the local dyslexia charity and was found that, yes, it was highly likely that she had the condition. She's struggling to come to terms with how she feels with the diagnosis, coming as it does relatively late in life. I remember that our very own Captain Toss went through something similar with his ADHD, and I think it would really help if he wouldn't mind explaining how he felt after getting diagnosed and how things have been different for him since. Uh, my wife seems to be feeling very emo- uh, every emotion at once, relief, anger, confusion, frustration, making it really hard for her to compute and come to terms with, so any advice would be most welcome. Keep up the good work, and I look forward to seeing you all at the hopefully inevitable TCGS Con South. Um, yeah, it's a lot. Um, it's the, the the sort of the mitigating thing you always hear from, like, like in ADHD circles, like people who've been diagnosed as adults, like the... The mitigating thing is always like, yeah, but even if you were like, if I was diagnosed when I was ten, the understanding around ADHD was shit then anyway, so it wouldn't necessarily have helped. And I guess you know, poss- I mean, dyslexia has been like known for longer, but you know, possibly a, a similar thing. Yeah, um, I think you're probably right, aren't you? Yeah, I mean, you know, like he mentions, turns out it's much, uh, much more than just difficulty spelling and reading. I didn't know that. Um, I didn't realize it affected you know recall of words and speech and stuff um i mean that's that's probably the the hardest thing is that you get the answer and you sort of when you do process it eventually it's like right cool i can stop you know like having a go at myself about the things i now know i i especially struggle with and you sort of figure that the people you tell will also do the same but eh, there's still let's still have a go at you for forgetting stuff and <laughs> being like a you know disorganized um but yeah, it's you just have to accept that like it's still better to find out later than than never, which is not you know. I I totally get the frustration though. Yeah, like, it's kind of like how has this not been picked up on, and how yeah. would my life have been different had it exactly? Yeah, it's like how yeah. how could things have played out differently? And you and like you remember the situations where people have thought that you were like thick or weird or or whatever, and it's like oh no, hang on, that was probably because of this um so you just see for it's me just it is learning because to... i'm thick and weird like that's that's my problem yeah, well, it's also, yeah you know, it's a possibility. the diagnosis well, yeah. is he's thick and weird yeah yeah um Shame. i mean thick and weird that's not a bad bad episode title is it <laughs> um <laughs> we're really racking them up in the last 10 minutes yeah we are yeah it's a, it's a mess uh, the, the, but basically yeah the, the key is to just focus on like forgiving yourself for those things even if you can't go back and change them at least you have the answer now that's that's 
basically all I can uh, I can offer. Um, right, last one. Lash Q uh, it says I recently helped a friend move out of their second floor flat. Thankfully, their building had a lift, which made the job easier. During the process, I found myself channeling my recent Dark Souls 2 play-along with James by sending the lift back up so that when, when I ran up the stairs and was back at the lift with a fridge, <laughs> etc., I wasn't waiting around for the lift to arrive. Have any of you ever found yourself applying things learned from games in real life? Or is this less to do with games and more to do with my subconscious need to be more like James every day? Don't do that. Dawson, unashamedly, James, close but no cigar, Lee. <laughs> <laughs> I will say this, right, before we go into this question... There's nothing worse, is it? Helping someone move. Like, oh, uh, yeah. just the, yeah. all of the, the moving's the worst thing ever and doing it all for no benefit. Like, <laughs> for like the first, like, half hour or maybe the first hour, it's sort of, you know, you, there's yeah, like a bit fun, of camaraderie. Yeah, and, all mucking. Yeah, yeah, oh, what are we going to do for lunch? Yeah, you know, it's quite good. And then it gets to like 3 p.m. and you're still waiting for them to get the phone call from the estate agents to say they've got the keys. Yeah, and you're like, well, well you're I've got to still go soon. moving <laughs> shit out. Your back's gone. Your arms are dead. And you're yeah. thinking, and, and the, the person that you're doing it for looks like they want to kill you because, not because they want to kill you, but because the whole thing is the most stressful thing ever. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's the worst. But on the oh, flip yeah. side, that's a real show of a friend, isn't it? Because we all know how horrendous moving is. It's like one of the worst yeah, things you can do. You know what so I if said, a friend says, I'll help, like, my God. Last time you. we helped someone, I said, that's it, I'm never doing this again. I said, I'm not going to ask anyone to help me move, and no, I'm not going to help anyone move. Like, so, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's a bad friend. Yeah, after my last move, like, okay, I'm paying for movers. I, I cannot yeah. do this ever again. Yeah, yeah. Like, one of my flat moves, I did over space like seven days because I had access to both flats or flat, flat, flat in the house mm. I'm like, oh brilliant I've got a week this is amazing no it's just a week of like moving everything very slowly <laughs> you know when you get movers though you still got help right like I, there's still part of the back you of my head like, you, you, like, feel you feel yeah, guilty you feel guilty guilty yeah. and I'm pretty sure they're going listen mate you're fucking this up for us yeah 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 like, we, we're out very <laughs> particular the way that we're doing this right because yeah. we've done it so often please fuck off but at the <laughs> same time you're like do you need help with that, mate? Uh, yeah, yeah, I'll get that. Uh, don't worry about that. I'll bring these ones down. Yeah. And then oh, Joe, Joe laughed at me, right? Because the only box that these movers didn't put in there was my Xbox Series X. I put it in the back of the car because <laughs> I didn't want it to break. Yeah, exactly, and yeah. You're not playing she, games here. She mentioned it to them and they said, we saw. We saw. <laughs> <laughs> don't trust them with this one. <laughs> but, okay, sorry. The, the question. Real world stuff. That you've applied, Matt. You're going to do your drifting story again. Well, I was trying to avoid it. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard, isn't it? <laughs> it's hard to think of other things. Um, yeah, I haven't really got one. I no, can't I'm think struggling. of something that I've I've had that situation where I've been walking about. I've mentioned this before, where you're walking about after playing hours of Tony Hawk's and then just seeing See the lines. world in a completely different light. Yeah, you're like yeah. I grind off that, jump down there. Do yeah, I did that hammer and crack down too. I, I had that with, <laughs> yeah. with Assassin's Creed actually a long time ago, where it's like you know, because no, no, I was, I was, I was down, I was, you know, down in Canterbury, as it were, is this lovely cathedral there. I was thinking yeah, I, I could climb that. I could, uh, you know, <laughs> I can't assassinate someone right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bit of a disappointing end. We haven't really. Yeah, gone sorry, asked, I should, I, it was just, yeah. It was a funny question, so I thought I'd better read it out and didn't actually think of anything to say. Okay. For it. That's it for this week. We've we grinded to a halt on that. Um <laughs> Right. Well, I'll go on. what do you think you waste your time on each week? Let's let's do that one from MD, MD Crabuffs. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. what do you waste time on? I mean, oh my God. phone. I mean, I've got better. I've I've like basically removed all social media from my phone, which has been good. <laughs> my one's trying yeah. to learn how to solve any Rubik's Cube. I've been oh, yeah, doing that yeah. for a week now. How's that going? Uh, I can, I, there's one step that I need to memorize and I'm done. Okay. But I can get to a point where the first two layers are done mm-hmm. completely. I can line up a lot of the top layer, but there's one step to make sure that all the centers line up on the top layer that I can't do yet. But once I nail that, I'm done. Me and Harry are doing it, watching a tutorial video, and we've done. I've I've solved it about 14 times now, but I always need the video for one step because one <laughs> false turn and you're fucked. <laughs> But I'm getting there. I'm going to do it. I'm going to try and do that so I don't need the video. That's the plan. Mm-hmm. Cool. It's fun because they're so fucking hard to do. <laughs> and to be able to, to to know that I could just walk up to one and just solve it. Like, no matter so is that what the end game? Like. Yeah, that's the end game. To memorise it and and be able to just do it. Like, that's what I want to do. Yeah, for all those Rubik's Cubes hanging around the place. Yeah, I know, but it's just isn't that impressive? Someone just coming in and just solving a Rubik's cube in front oh, of it's, you. Oh, it's fucking magic to me. I yeah. can't like. I mean, I I enjoy puzzles, but something about Rubik's it's Rubik's cubes and those fucking sliding tile puzzles. My brain just goes, nope. Oh, I love, I love those sliding tile yeah. puzzles. Have make... you seen the Have you seen Rubik's cube versus the board no. game? Get no. that is fucking brilliant. <laughs> it's it right. So what it is, you've got tiles. It's like a sliding tile. Uh, game like mm-hmm. like you mentioned and what you do you get this cube with loads of little cubes in it you shake it and it gives you like various different colors in different orders right. and you're facing someone so you've got a panel each side and then there's like a uh, a sort of a thing that sticks up in the middle of it and you try and match that pattern and the first one to do it and slam down the center on their side wins <laughs> and it is it's really good fun it's yeah. uh, that we're gonna buy that soon. We've been playing it around uh, my brother-in-law's place. <laughs> that is a good little game. That stuff like Rubik's Cube, but it's uh, <laughs> it's good fun. Uh, sorry, but James. Mine's, uh, oh, go sorry. Go on. No, what's yours, James? Pokemon Legends recently. Yeah, I was about to say <laughs> that's uh, just a quick answer there. Yeah. Uh, Matt, what was yours? Mine's probably <laughs> <laughs> socials. <laughs> Let's yeah, do the I mean, that's not, I mean, well, okay. Two two points. A, not a waste of time. No, it's healthy if anything. Yeah. Point B. How long do you spend doing it, Matt? Let's move on. Okay. Oh, you've not it's, heard no, no, this no, conversation. This is this is bonus show material. Look, just. <laughs> but Sean, Matt's yeah. got a whole fucking speech about this. Really? About how long? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. That. That's got all. Got a lot of things chat. to say about it. Yes. Okay. All right. Next. Let's do the socials. Okay, uh, a Thursday, um, Sean, you're back, aren't you, for your Nuzlocke stream? Yes, very excited. I, and, and just to say, it was really nice, like, people were asking for it this week, and I sort of did feel a bit bad for not doing it, and it's just nice that people are looking forward to it. So, uh, yeah, no, I'm excited. So that's this Thursday, Nuzlocke stock and two Slow King Barbrackles. That's at twitch.tv slash tcgsco, Thursday night at 9pm. Uh, James, are you having a week off, or are you going straight into Little Hope? I'm going straight into... A House of Ashes or whatever it's called. Yeah. Okay, of course, yeah. So yeah. there'll be, yeah, so Dark Pictures Anthology, wherever the latest one is, James is streaming at Friday night at 9pm. They're both, as I said, on twitch.tv slash TCGS. If you miss them live, you can search for TCGS on YouTube and you can watch the VOD after that. We're back on Twitch. If you're on Amazon Prime, 
you know what you've got. You've got Twitch Prime Gaming. Link the two accounts and you get one free subscription that you can't keep for yourself. You've got to give it away. Yeah, We'd really it? love it if you they want to have to our channel and gave free. it to us. And they could just give it to people. Exactly, yeah. You know, they say, they oh. always say there's no such thing as a free lunch, but those people don't have uh, Twitch Prime Gaming accounts. Yeah. No, they don't. If you pay the equity year for Twitch Prime, you get a free lunch at, yeah. and or <laughs> sub. And we, we really appreciate if you come over to, to, to our channel, oh, give bye. it to us. We love that. Um, cool. Dark Calls, we're up to episode 32 or 38. We're very close to the end, Dark Calls, this Friday morning. Bed of Chaos 2. James clearly struggled in Bed of Chaos last week, and he's back for round two this week. Um, that's obviously not in this feed. Search for Dark Calls in your podcast player of choice. On the Epic Game Store, if you want to buy seafood or any other game on the Epic Game Store, or any if you buy like V-Bucks or Rocket League stuff on console, put in TCGS as a creator code, and we get a very small kickback. Haven't actually looked whether anyone's actually done that yet, <laughs> but I haven't got any notifications, so maybe <laughs> so probably not. <laughs> probably probably do. But but if, yeah, if you if PC or consoles, put in TCGS, and we'll you know, it might. Give us something back. Um, Patreon.com slash TCGS is a Patreon page. If you want to support what we do over here, get exclusive podcasts, live talks overs, you name it. February's podcast, fingers crossed, will be a banger. And the website is TCGS.co for links to our socials, our podcasts, our beautiful Discord, and our store. Thanks for living it. That's the end of this week's show. We will be back next week. Guest, Matt? Oh, yeah. Yes, we do have a guest. Who's not here? I don't know if we worked that one out yet, but we do okay. have a guest. It's been a <laughs> long time in the planning. We've got a guest. Very excited. Probably need to do one final confirmation, actually. But yeah, we've, we've got a guest. Okay, okay, so we're not announcing it. Um, let's have one final confirmation first. <laughs> okay, fair <laughs> enough. Uh, we it's will been catch a while. It's been, we, we got this agreed so long ago that we should, yeah, know, <laughs> yeah. we should probably say, hey, remember that? <laughs> yeah uh if not it'll be us for again then uh we Yay. will catch you next week have a good week were you gonna I say fuck you. off then no i was gonna say thanks for living it but then i remembered i've already said it okay goodbye everyone fuck off <laughs> <laughs> goodbye. Bye-bye. goodbye